online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. You're listening to The Russell Brand Show. We are live on BBC Radio 2. We are in London. That was the importance of being idled by a band called Oasis. Ah, can you remember Matt Morgan, co-host of the show, the last time you heard that tremendous song? Oh, yes. Yeah, me too. It was yesterday, weren't it? On our radio show live gig at the Bloomsbury Theatre, sung live by Noel Gallagher while looking lovelornly into our faces. Oh, it was a beautiful moment, wasn't it? It was a beautiful moment to see him so sentimental and sensitive like that. So close to him as well. I was listening to those lyrics and it seems that a lot of them do apply to us. A lot of them sound like a plea to just be in an intimate male (laughs) sexual relationship. I don't know if Noel Gallagher will be on the show tonight, mostly because we're actively discouraging him because we're frankly sick of the sight of the man. I've seen him every... I've seen more of him than I do my own father. Hopefully he will turn up here. Noel Gallagher will hopefully be on this show a bit later, though we ain't asked him. There's a painting here for you, Noel, if you are listening, although this isn't a radio station (laughs) exclusively for communicating ideas to Noel Gallagher because there's a lot of other exciting things happening, i.e. George Sampson, star of Into the Hoods and winner of Britain's Got Talent, boyfriend to Mr G, dancing teenager, George Sampson is going to be on the phone. I don't know if he's coming in here in person. He might dance his way. now. he's going to be on the phone. Oh, well, you know what that is? Because if he was in here in person, poet laureate of the show, Mr G, will be serenading him, sending him little messages, (laughs) smothering him in lipstick, most likely. Well, he'll be here. That'd be nice because he's popular, isn't he, George Sampson? Yes. Because I don't want to see him do some bloody dancing because we was away when Britain got talent. Dance on a phone? Can't you, Matt? Or can we? Can we make him dance? I think we can, or, think we can make him dance. Danny. He's only 14 or something, mate. Unless the fame's all gone to his head, he might like go, I ain't doing it. What's he like? Gee, you know him better yeah. than anyone. You're young, very young. Young. Well, you like What's um, that description <clears throat> of someone? Yeah, everyone's young once. That don't describe nothing. You might as well say he's made of atoms. Ridiculous description. Also on the show, Matt Morgan, will be Roy Walker, presenter of Catchphrase and Irish Comedian. Wow. I know. I think Roy Walker will be one of those people that will never relinquish mucking about as his way. You know, like you'd go, oh, come on, Roy. I don't know, he won't ever stop. Oh, no, I think he'll say something really dangerous. And, Do you think he's going to yeah. be edgy? Yeah. That's your prediction for Roy Walker. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, He'll go he, dark on us. He's going to get pretty heavy and freaky. He's my I'll ask him about Mr. Chips. So what exactly made Mr. Chips the tick? He was always Mr. Chips, like Roy Walker on Catchphrase, spoke of Mr. Chips as if he was some sort of irascible, lovable, like <laughs> gadabout. He was just an idiot, wasn't he, Mr. Chips? He didn't really have yeah. any definer. Oh, there he is, Mr. Chips has come in there. And like Mr. Chips never did anything that was actually definitive of no. who he was. The graphics were terrible, really. Very basic. He was just like a little yellow dollop, wasn't he, Mr. Chips? Yeah. And, like, and why chips? Well, I suppose computer chips. In those days, people were so baffled by technology. I think like a computer chip. Space Age whiskey. Yeah, I know what's going on, Daddy O. Uh, there will be some jingle race war. Look at this. You can see that this show has been underproduced because regular items have actually made it into the lineup document. Look, jingle race war. My regular item, gay. Nanecdote sounds nice. Is nasty. All those things will be happening. Did you enjoy? If you want to join in the show uh, at home, you can do. It. It's Russell.brand at BBC.co.uk. We'll be very interested. 
to hear your opinions of last night's radio show live at the Bloomsbury Theatre. Also, we'd like to know uh, what you think about uh, Matt's performance, especially. Wasn't he wonderful? It wasn't Did a you... performance, was it? No, I suppose it's that class as a performance. I suppose in a way, appearance. I mean, in a, yeah, but it's performance. I suppose you've been able to maintain your personality in front of a crowd, like you know, not sort of caving in into being a, a twerp, which you didn't do. You were actually. I, I was very together, proud of you. Very, yeah, you were excellent. You're very funny. It was good. You operated that machine better than you've ever operated the desk here in an actual radio situation. G was fantastic. Lovely poems. Surpassed himself. What an event it was, and there shall certainly be more of them. But should we talk about Barry George getting released? Matt, is it something we have to be sensitive around? Barry George being released? I'm um, glad he was. I always knew he ain't done nothing him. I knew he hadn't. I could tell. He just seemed all right from the start. Well, they had pretty flimsy evidence, didn't they? What was it? Yeah, it's a bit flimsy. It was just based on the look of the guy. Hmm. Although I did, yeah, mm, yeah. Well, actually, though, he was a, a bit of a liar. Jack Bowles, one of the producers of this radio show, told me that Barry George once goes to these p- people here. I'm an expert roller skater. Let's set up. A, I can jump further than anyone in the world on roller skates. They went all right. Well, we'll have a big event for you to prove this. They set it all up, set up a big jump and everything. And then, like, when he arrived, he said, actually, what it is, is I'm not good at roller skating. I am, in fact, mentally ill, which is... Well, he got... admitted that. Yeah, he admitted it on the day, because it'd come to the crunch, Matt. Like, you know, when you've told a lie, and you know you're going to be found out in a ridiculous lie that you can never back up, because it's not true. Like, you know, he's claimed to be something that he's not. He's set himself up as something he can never be. He was bound to fail. But as it turned out, he did that roller skating jump, because they forced him... Because they said, well, you're here now, mate. You've told us. We've bought the ramp. We've set it all up. You're going to have to do it. threw him down the ramp. Threw him down the ramp. Does this story end with him doing a brilliant jump? Yes! He <laughs> broke the world record. And his ankles. But more importantly, the world record. He shattered his little ankles into smithereens. But <laughs> some say that gave him a chip on his shoulder that was never really cemented. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah, but like, he broke the world record. So for a brief while, Barry George had a dual claim to fame. Terrible murder. And brilliant roller skater. Now it's been found out that he was rubbish at roller skating and he never did that murder. Why have we bothered even thinking about Barry George? He's not what he claims to be. He's not what other people claim to be. He's coming up on the show later. <laughs> it's Barry George! You can get him for next week. I'd love Barry he's George. He's going to be busy. Was he? We don't know yeah. what he's going to be roller skating about, getting convicted of things he never done. That done... is terrible, though, to go to prison for eight years something you didn't do. It's terrible to go for something you did do. I'd hate to go to prison under any circumstances, but if you didn't even do anything, every day you'd be thinking, well, this isn't right, is it? Here I still am, in prison. I'd start thinking I did do it. Well, you probably did do it. Not that. But, so- <laughs> <laughs> but you really did do the thing that you would have been thinking that you did do, you fool. If you want to text us, why don't you then? It's 88291. You, Matt, have been out in the bloody world lying through your teeth to people. Come on, tell everyone about your cab journey if you're so proud of it. We've got some great music coming up. Jingle Race War also. No Gallagher will be in I'm studio. ashamed of myself. Liar Matt Morgan is here with us in studio live. Or is he? Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk if you want to send us a message. Come okay. on, then, tell us what you've bloody been doing then. to tell the... Toilet bit. Yep, even the toilet bit, which okay. some people say is the worst bit of all. Okay, I came out of my house. I needed the loo a bit. Why did you not go before you left the house? Because it was eight oh eight, and you always have to leave the house at eight oh eight. It's a bizarre tribute to Hitler. <laughs> some have said twenty one minutes past eight. So I was pushing that's it. late. I was here at eight, mate. Well, Me and G put around the shop. I left. So what? I thought I'd do it here. Right. I thought I'd save myself. I'll do it there. Save Got myself. in the car. And the bloke went, all right, Matt. And he acted That's like That's what the driver me. said. All yeah. right, Matt. He goes, what do you want? Listen to Black Sabbath for ACDC. Right. So, so he he's goes, sort of, that suggests he knew something of your musical yeah. taste. So he put Black Sabbath on really loud. It was good. We were driving along. I was thinking, this is the best cab journey ever. Right. Then I thought, 
oh god i need the toilet so badly i have to pull over mm. right and that for me to do that takes a lot why do you, what do you mean by that? It really, what do you mean? You I were, had to go to the toilet that uh, minute. Why? Are you, why? Why more than anyone else? Like, you more than anyone else. You especially because wouldn't I'm ask the cab to pull over. I could have, like, it's at the point where you don't like you'd to release have let it, it go two hours ago. I've been yeah. hanging on to that for ages. If it hadn't wanted to come out, I'd have coaxed it out of there. Well, it wanted to come out. It was coming out. I had to ask him to pull over. I'm coming out, so you better get this taxi stopped. <laughs> so anyway, so he goes, I said, oh, mate, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to uh, pull over. I need to go to the toilet. Right? You said this is through shameful. You felt embarrassed that you couldn't Black control Sabbath your own aims. So, and he went, so like, mate, we're only human, mate. Okay, there's a pub up here. And he put his foot down, drove there really quick. And goes, What's the name going? of the driver? Speed. Interesting name for well, a driver. I can't remember his name because people call me Speed. People He's a biker. Speed. Right, so anyway, I went in, used the toilet, came out, went, oh, thanks for that, mate. Thank you so much. How did you get on the toilet? Did that pass without incident? Cause, yeah, you know, well, as I ran into the pub, I thought, there'll be a queue, there'll be no mm. toilet paper, there'll be no door on the toilet, this is mm. just going to go wrong. It was perfect. It was like an angelic moment. And I did think, he's an angel. You thought that the man really was nice an angel? He put Black Sabbath on, he understood my toilet plight, and I thought, this is great. In a way, you thought he'd been sent by God to protect you. I sometimes think that yeah, about people. But he kept, and he kept going, when I got back, he goes, hey, Matt. You're only human. We're all only human. Right, like so he's putting you at your ease. Yeah. Over something that you're very, very insecure and worried about because of all the times weird things have happened to do with toilets and you. Yeah. And then yeah. the bombshell hit. Uh-oh. And he said, so how's your record going? Right, so he thinks you're in a band. Last time I saw you was in the studio. Is that, is that out yet? And I went, oh. Right, you uh, have a decision Because I was a bit, I wasn't thinking. I thought, I'll just go, yeah, yeah, like that, what? and that'll be the end of it. But you never go, yeah, 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 in those situations, You Matt. would. You've done it before. When? When no. that bloke said, is Joe Brand your mum? How's she now? Oh, yeah, I did go. She's all right, thanks, mate. She's working on <laughs> yeah. a new series. Yeah, but that's... So, but imagine he'd have kept going and gone, all oh, right, so w w what was it like growing up with a comedian for a mother? A lot you'd of pressure. Fact, you can't then go, oh, no, can't sorry, back mate. Out. You can't back out. So he I said dedicate that. my life to Joe Brand, I'd say. That woman, that mum, I call her as well as Joe Brand. She, oh, I remember when I was sucking her boobs as a baby. I was thinking, I am sucking pure comedy milk out of this <laughs> comedic, lovely Joe Brand she boob. wasn't even his mother. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, so I just... Turn me on now. So I thought, oh, that be over if I just go, oh yeah, no, it's alright mate, it, was, it wasn't too bad. And he goes, so you're into a lying realm now of lies? Yeah, but not, I wanted to not make him feel uncomfortable. It wasn't like I was going, oh mate, I'm in a band! <laughs> like that. And then he goes, oh, you don't sound too confident, uh, confident in your own music, mate. And I went, oh, you know how it is. And he goes, did it, did it come out? Well, I haven't seen it in the shops or something like that. And I went, oh, it was an EP. Uh, and I was just, then I was You said it was water. an EP? I said we had an EP out. He said, if Why I, are you selling such elaborate lies? If I give you something, will you and the other four lies Lads sign it, and I went, yeah, yeah. Who are the yeah. other four lads? What I band are you in? I don't know. I had my hat on. I've... Right, you're wearing your hat. Didn't he metal. say, but he knew your name at the beginning? Yeah, he, was, he said, like, uh, yeah. He knows an English band, five members, but he said you were called Matt at the beginning, but he well, may he not have known. all four of you lads to sign it. But oh, so you idiot, that's crucial. How are we going to ever get our listeners to work out how many... If you know what band this bloke metal. thought Matt was in, a heavy metal band, four or five members, probably not very good if he thinks Matt was in it. Look at you, a man no, who can't even get good. through a car journey about pooping himself. What kind of heavy no, metal band no is that? But he really likes this band. He was going... He said he'd get me... Because he goes, oh, you ride, don't you? And I went, oh, God. Right, so there's a motorbicyclist. Motorbikes involved. Motorbicyclist band. if you ever need new tyres or a new lid, which I worked out means helmet. I, I knew that anyway, because I know a lot about colloquialisms. Because I've got Did a you say you tried to use it if you did have it? Like, yeah, I've already got a lid, mate. I'm okay yes, for I this. It. Me and the band, we just get out on the highway. It wouldn't end. And then <laughs> Why didn't you do one of your tracks? Why didn't you start singing <laughs> in the back of the car? 
Oh God, it was embarrassing. You silly but little just liar! Kept going on about the music and that sort of. Oh, it was Why'd embarrassing. Why'd you get yourself in these lies? He was in the studio last time I picked you up. I was, you know, it was just like going on and on. And I just had to keep saying it. I was trying to work out who he thought I was, so mm. I could go along with it. Yeah. But I didn't commit to anything. Like, so you, you were know. trying to weave. What one of my records do you like most? Then speed. Hum it. Come on, hum it for us, and then yeah. you won't even know that one. If you know what band Matt is lying that he's in, email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Similarly, if you've ever lied yourself, and this is proper radio, this stuff, if you've ever lied yourself into a ridiculous predicament that you can't get off out of, or, you know, get out of it or sank, then uh, email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk, in what I can only describe as an actual radio item. Coming up later, and this is no lie, Georgie Sampson, the finest dancer that Mr. G's ever ever been out with and he's been out of a few let me tell you that he goes through that class like a not knife through butter and you go anywhere in the west end there's girls crying in doorways because of mr g's sexy wheeze so uh so matthew did you uh, is there any way we can communicate with speed the man that you yes, have you know there is Stop being so being professional prof- <laughs> you may be saying i've lied it's actually this is my life 20 minutes ago. Look, you sat with your jacket on in here like you're traumatised. What do you need? And I go to the toilet again, no, is it? No, that's done now, thank God. That's yeah, awful. Well, I'm glad that's behind I've you. I've got his phone number because when the cab driver appears, when we, we get the text that I'm, says their right. drug number. Okay, Matt, we all know how that works. We're all aware of your silly little get in the cab at 808, stop off and go to the toilet, pretend <laughs> to be in the bed for a while. That's the way I like it. Oh, hang on. Noel Gallagher might be right there. Why? Muse. He thinks, oh, There's someone Muse. called Matt and Muse. He, yeah, Matt Bellamy. He can't think that you're Matt Bellamy out of Muse, can he? Can it possibly be the case? If you think you know what band Matt Morgan is lying that he's in, it, text us on 88291 or email us, at bbc.co.uk. Or similarly, if you've lied yourself into a situation... Well, I mean, phone the driver and ask him who he Me and you, what we'll do, we'll find out what the band was. Then I'll phone up and go, oh, I've got that bloke out of Muse, if it is Muse. Like, you know, no, I'll no, go you should some... phone him up and say... Hello, it's Russell Brand. I'm on the Russell Brand radio show. Yeah. My guest on the show is uh, you Matt him out off. of Muse. You dropped him off. With no, let's not, because I'm worried that he'll feel... Why are you worried? Because I don't want him to think, oh, that bloke lied to me. So what, are we going to continue the lie? So I, I was, Make the lie I worse? I felt Ill, a bit ill, and I just sort of went, yeah, mate, yeah. Right, we're going to get, get you out, out of it. And then it went on. I want to apologise. You want to apologise, do you? For well, the I'm lie. sorry, mate. Let's keep the lie going. <laughs> I'm going to phone him up and tell him you are that bloke, and then we'll put on a record and say, look, he's singing this, and he's dedicating it just to you. Now, don't yeah. victimise him. He's the he's nicest cab driver I've ever, ever he's met. He's an angel, and look what you do to angels. You turn around and you pop on them, literally, almost, if the pub hadn't been nearer, and it's the same way you've tripped me from day one. I've tripped you like a queen. And you've done nothing but mug me off and strike me up for dough. Here, we've got some text messages. Could be Bullet from my Valentine. They have a match, says Sean from West Brom. My bullet. Ba- my bloody Valentine. Oh, Bullet for my oh, Valentine. My, bullet for my Valentine. Bullet for my Valentine. Bullet for my Valentine. That's like sort of... What? Do you think that's the wrong type of music? It might. It might no, be, a lot of people think Bullet from My Valentine, says Kev. They have a lead singer called Matt. Bullet from My Valentine. Let's get some of their records. Bullet from My Valentine. <laughs> Could it be McFly, says one lad. Matt oh, seems God. like the kind of little shifty ponce that would turn up in that band. <laughs> I happen to like McFly. They're good lads. Well, how's that written in your words? Shifty ponce. Well, t- I don't know, Matt. It's on the floor now. If you could, you know. Anyway, here, I'm not a liar in this scenario, mate. When people accuse me of being in the band, which they used to, it was generally the darkness, I would always go, I believe in the thing, go long! 
<laughs> I get right into it. Uh, is it wet, wet, wet? Possibly, says Dion. Hmm, could it be? We don't know, but we yep. were, we'll work out what a lying band, lying Matt's lied his way into this week on our new item, Lying Matt, the lying coprophiliac, <laughs> sat in the back of a cab, lying and claiming to be in a band. It's not a lie. Russell. Brand. <laughs> not technically a lie. What do you mean technically? That's another, that's a du- duplicitous way of approaching life with equivocational logic like that. Oh, it's not a lie. Technically, I didn't do a lie. Technically, I just done a poo. I bet you went in the girls' toilets or the disabled. No, I didn't. That's why you were so comfortable. No, I was didn't. Was it? Was there a little sanitary towel bin next to that toilet? Only because I dragged it in. <laughs> it's a like comforter. A, like a cat bringing home a mouse. That's a present for you, I isn't it? I use the men's toilets, unlike you. How? I just go in whatever one I'm in the mood for. And I'm very, very... Oh, really talking in the... of toilets... Oh, oh, turn around and attack old Russ, is it? What have uh, I done I found Russell the other day and he was on a toilet somewhere, locked in, and someone banged on the door and he went, just a minute. Best and thing then he to- goes to me, best thing to say when you're in a toilet, <laughs> someone knocks. I went, what? <laughs> just a minute. Say just a minute. <laughs> then they'll leave you alone. I said, no, they won't. They'll leave you alone for a minute. Yeah, but it's a euphemism. They'll know. Just a minute. At least, what do you want to go? Oh, I'm having the next. You didn't. Excuse me, someone in here. <laughs> just give me my time. <laughs> Hammer down now. No, it's gone. It last longer. <laughs> oh, pinched it all for the panic. What do you want to shout? Just a minute is a quality no, thing to just say. Go. Someone in here. Someone, but you're you. I don't want to refer to myself as someone. Oh yeah, that's because you're an ego centric no. fool. Okay, Russell <laughs> Brown's in here. This is a Russell Brown moment. <laughs> you lucky boy, stick your business through the yeah, glory. Oh, I'm going to give you the ride of your life. Just a minute is like it's like you're weak. Going, what, oh, I, just a minute. All right. <laughs> if, I, if I could just be given a minute to do this. No, all right, minute. all right. I got that off a nation of Islam ex copper from. Detroit. Lie. I did Three when I was lies. in when I was in Sex Addict Centre. There was a uh, let's sort of say it was called Fareed. Oh, but that word is masturbating in the toilet. He goes, yeah. If you go knock one out in the toilet, say just a minute. <laughs> he don't talk like that. He's an ex-cop Nation of Islam. Man. I don't know what you think Nation of Islam's like, but a handful of people <laughs> talking at it from on the buses. Yeah, hold on, Sid. Bloody hell, we should have our own nation. You can't trust the white men. They're all like snakes. <laughs> not all snakes are poisonous, but they're still snakes. That's not how Nation of Islam people talk. Gee, was it? Nation of Islam for a bit, no, were he you? wasn't. He was. Gee, were you in Nation of Islam? A little bit. Ah, Nation of Islam. Jesus, and the Nation of... Not, I'm joking about the Nation of Islam. Well, you were in Combat 18. <laughs> you, went, you went on holiday with them. <laughs> That's how me and G met. There was a clash in Brixton. I was with Combat 18. He was his Nation of Islam. Somehow we made it work. Um, right, hold on. I was on about saying good then. Oh, yes, yeah, this Fareed. No, well, right, I learned okay. it off of this bloke out of Sex Addict Centre. Learned it? It's not juggling. Look, it's I'm... saying just a minute in a toilet. <laughs> Look, some people... I've got a degree in saying just a minute in the toilet. <laughs> I'm a PhD and let me have my wee and let me be because I don't want you to see me with my business tucked between my legs while I sit down here laying brown eggs. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All on the mic. There can be only one. So, uh, listen, right, he turned me, I was knocking on door, and he went, uh, just a minute, no, just a minute, <laughs> oh, what? man, it's getting racist, just a minute. <laughs> I think he was from there, <laughs> 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 
it wasn't Louis Armstrong. I can't remember how it did. It was just a minute. It was quite an intense. Just a minute. I don't know. So that's like Sesame what? Street. <laughs> just a minute. Hey, if you're having a poopsie and someone knocks on the door, why don't you use the lessons F R? So anyway, that's where I learned it. And I, wait, I just always thought, what a well, good way. So he didn't teach you. He just told you to go away. Well, yeah, it's like we chatted about it, mate. We were all in there trying to get over well, sex so addiction. When he said just a minute, you yeah. walked off. And, it's brilliant, Freed. Freed, you're a genius. Hey, you take all the time you need in there. You're the best damnation of Islam. A minute. It's, it's a perfect. It's inspired. Just a minute. What medication were you on in that sex? They were trying to put me on a thing called a bilifier that's for bipolar uh, manic depression. But I said, I don't have manic depression. I'm okay. Why don't you leave me alone? So it uh, turns out that... I don't think I am manic depressive anyway. I just think I'm a hell of a nice guy. I think anyone who is knocking on a toilet door is told just a minute and thinks it's an idea that they've learned from the person <laughs> is in need of that medication. Oh, just because you can't form relationships, just because me and Fareed, the bloke behind that door, got on, you get jealous, don't what you? On? And then there was this other guy who used to go, Ollie, Ollie, Oxen, fry! <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Ollie Oxenfry! Did this all happen? I think it might have happened. And when's Ollie Ollie Oxenfry useful? <laughs> That's when, in the morning, you have group meetings where you all sit down and say if you got through the night about diddling yourself off. Then you all sit round and go round. Really? Did you, right, what did you do in the night? Did you get through it? Did you have any sexy dreams? Did you make any... You losers! <laughs> and then his way, every day, it was a different person. It's called the bus driver. The bus driver's the person that's in charge that day of all the different meetings because you have to have a meeting every hour to talk about everything's and coming. this is meant to make mentally ill people better. Ollie Ollie Oxen Fry! Hey, you're the bus driver. Did you get through the night without cracking one up? <laughs> Just a minute! <laughs> Just a minute! Ollie Ollie Oxen Fry! Now get back into society, you goddamn perverts! This is a uh, email, just quickly, from Luke Gray, who's long been a friend of this show from the Six Music Days. He's been loyally by he our has, side, this young yes. man, and I appreciate it. And listen to this. this is an email he sent today at 8.55, so five minutes before the commencement of the show. All right, Matt, listening back to some of the old radio shows, I've noticed that nearly all of your anecdotes... He's not even put me on this, just all right, Matt. Listening to all the old radio shows, I've noticed that nearly all your anecdotes have something to do with either your bum or bum mints, which is a, a word that Luke thinks means poo. He's put that in brackets. Spoiling your sister's tape recorder. Remember when you defecated on that? Yes, yes. Smashing a window with your bum. When did That's you, quite true. When yes. did you? <laughs> That's lovely. Like I'm reviewing your career <laughs> on the South Bank with Matt Morgan, the uh, great performer and writer, of course, <laughs> which much of his career centred around. And of course, there was the time Matthew when you urinated on stage. That was another. <laughs> yes, I remember. Well. <laughs> but of course the defining Matt Morgan incident would have to be the terrible lie you told because you were overly grateful to a man for letting you defecate in the cab. And now I'm married to him. Yes, you and Speed, happily married <laughs> for many a long decade. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Uh, smashing a window with your bum, wiping your bum on an aeroplane. Remember that? Remember when that, that was sounds little... like I'd wipe my bum on an aeroplane. Yeah, it's like King Kong. He <laughs> 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 just threw a spitfire. <laughs> Take that. Now that's Stop being so lavatorial. Well, actually, all right then. Uh, <clears throat> John Janay finds romance oh. in criminality. Arthur Rambeau, he w would find pathos and pain in the severest of places. Matt Morgan wiped his bum on an aeroplane. It was my fault, Bix. I've got itch bum. Right, come Let on. Me Let me come on, Russell. <laughs> we can do better than this. This we is really an award-winning radio show. Okay, well, anyway, chucking droppings off the roof, he continues. That was another time. Yeah, he swung true. that big bag of poo off the roof like a day protest. Why do you do this to us? I'm 
eager to know if you've had any recent bum-related anecdotes. Well, Luke Gray won't be disappointed because the show began, of course, with Matt Morgan having to stop a cab to defecate and lying that he was in a band to impress a cab driver. Why'd you do it, Matt? <laughs> now, enough of this lavatorial humour. Also, humor. he said, I w- did I want to go <clears throat> like riding? He goes, oh, you can ride with me until your bike's... I said to him, I ride can't with ride. Me? Well, ride on the back of his bike. What's he offering you that? What was going he on in this motorbike cab? motorbike clubs. I don't know what... Ride with me. That's a gay euphemism, if ever I heard one. But That's let's not, not go into that now, because on the phone we've got a young and uh, easily influenced lad. It's Britain's most famous and brilliant young dancer. Barry George. George. No, it's not Barry George. It's George Sampson, which is even better and more innocent. Hello, George. You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. Ha-ha! <laughs> That's what he's like. <laughs> How's it going, sunshine? Yeah, it's going well. You enjoying, time. you enjoying being in that West End show? Oh, man, it's great. Go on, tell me what it's like. Do you get a lot of birds? Oh, yeah. Really? You saucy little devil. Do, what, what happens? What do you do sort of after a show? Do you meet them? Tell me about it. I just do sign-ins. Just do sign-ins. Is someone, did someone whisper in your ear then, don't talk about birds, George. <laughs> the image... <laughs> Have you got people that protect you? Oh, of course you do. You're 14 years old. It's probably your parents. George, so tell me what it was like, young Georgie Sampson, to win Britain's Got Talent. Did, you, did it make you proud? Did it fill you um, with a sense of potency? Yeah, it made me proud, I guess. Um, there's a lot of hard work put into it, and mm. then it paid off, and I guess it's just really good. But, George... You know, does it now mean that it's difficult for you to rate, relate to other kids your age because you feel like you're better than them and all sort of superior? Because in a way you are. No, I don't feel like that. That's good. That's good, I suppose. That's good. You've kept your feet on the ground. Now, have you met Mr G, who's on this radio show with us? He does the uh, poem at the beginning of your show, Into the Hood. Have you yes, met- I have. Did- yeah, he's a great guy. He's a nice bloke, isn't he? He's very fond of you. We've all picked that up. So, yeah, he's amazing. Hey, so you're going to be performing at the Royal Variety Performance soon, George. Yep, December the 11th. Oh, it's going to be a big day. Are you looking forward to meeting Her Majesty the Queen? Uh, kind of. Well, let me give you a few tips of someone who's met her. Don't be afraid of physical contact. She's a very flirty woman, <laughs> and in spite of what people say, she don't mind a bit of a fondle, Georgie. <laughs> Get involved, son. That's what I will say to you. Dancing George Sampson, you adorable young man. George... <laughs> George, is it true that you get guarded by six SAS blokes? Yeah, but just one now. <laughs> Why, did he get jealous and kill the other five in a Rambo scenario? <laughs> nah, he's great, he's great. Do you get on with him, like? Yeah, yeah, definitely, he's great, Naylor. Naylor? Naylor, the ex-SAS guy? <laughs> yeah. Has mm, he, he taught you any techniques? Do you ever ask him to teach you any fighting moves? Um. No, he hasn't. <laughs> no, no, he hasn't. <laughs> like, we hear the whispered answer. Most of all, no, George. That's Naylor talking. That's Naylor. <laughs> Naylor could have us all killed in an instant. Okay. <laughs> you've just, oh yeah, so you've just been honoured at the UDO or UDO World Dance Championship for popularising street dance. That's yeah, I'm here now. Bloody hell, George. You've got so many accolades and honours. What remains for you? What do you want to achieve in the future, young man? I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm going to wait till I'm older to decide. Uh-huh. That's a good idea. Why decide? You don't have to make no decisions yet. You can do what you like, right? Dance, yeah. Dance your way to freedom. Hmm, let's see. Matthew, if you, I'm just here with my mate Matt. He does the show with me. Matt, have you got any questions for young Georgie Sampson? Yes. George, what are you going to do after now the rain thing? What's your next gimmick? My team. Act. That's my damn team. What are you going to do? Steam. 
Steam. Yeah, I've got my own dance team. You've got a dance I'll team. Because well, that's, Matt, you've showed a lot about yourself there. You wanted to see George dancing through <laughs> some steam. Steam. Don't okay. is oily marks on you. <laughs> okay, George, we've got your next setup. You're in a sauna. It's late at night. <laughs> There's poppers everywhere. <laughs> George, George, it's lovely to have you on the show. You are a brilliant young man, and you are. We are very proud to have such a talented young British boy on our radio show. Thank you very much, and keep at it, George. Keep dancing. Will do. If you need any tips on the birds, you let me know. All right, sunshine, I'll give you a little tip or two. If you need oh, any advice. Well, <laughs> All right, George, stay safe, sunshine. Ta-da. Will do. Oh, George Sampson, he danced into our lives. He stole our bloody hearts and then he danced right back out again. Oh, I'm going to miss that guy. <laughs> he was lovely, wasn't he? Yeah. All right. He's not just enthusiastic. Wait, telling of yourself, though, in why? the interview. Oh, why? What did I reveal? Uh, now you do that, do you think you're better than everyone else? <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. Why yeah, would I think that? Yeah, child, because he has to do with the birds? Huh? What's, the, what's the system? Look, Naylor, <laughs> go out and punch a few, bring them, <laughs> drag them backstage, yeah? <laughs> That's what I used when I worked with Naylor. Listen... I what that meant was because as he's a young adolescent, he, he might not have the mental sophistication to realise that we're all equal, you know, because he's a teenager getting all that attention. It's difficult enough when you're growing up. I wonder what it's like if, if you get all famous as a little boy. I often wondered that when I was a little boy, and I loathed little boys that did get famous, and I've never really forgiven them. And always thought if I got a chance who to seek revenge. When you were a little kid and you watched the telly, who you got all them off of Grand Jill, all Grand Jill. Really? Yeah. Did you use to Master watch it? Master what's his face? In school oh. uniform, stand there. Yeah, sat there. out. Oh, God. Mother, look at me. <laughs> and then look at Samo. Tell me why could I not play Samo? Hm? Look at me. Oh, I'm clucking. I'm on a drug. I'm on a drug, mother. Can't you see that I should be on Grinch Hill too? I thought you were like that, weren't you? How dare you? Mother, look, I'm sat here eating fish fingers while Zamo is famous. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> why, why can't you push me a little more? Mother, if I have to watch another episode of Jossie's Giants without me being featured as Jossie's new assistant trainer, I think I will sick up blood on your foul legs, woman. Why can't you make me famous? What's wrong with your womb? Get out there and work on my showreel. <laughs> You've cut my real back. It's over long. People won't watch for more than six minutes. Wrong with you. No, so, you know, I think George Sampson's done very well to keep his feet on the ground, although he does lift them up a lot when he's doing his crazy dance routines. What about you? Saying, oh, George, in your new dance, why don't you take your top off? No, it's because you put me on the spot and goes, have you got any questions for George Sampson? Oh, and the first oh, yes, thing that comes... I'm com- bubbling over with them. <laughs> and the first thing that comes to your head is, how can I queer you up? That's the first thing you no, think. No, it wasn't. <laughs> he used rain as a dance <laughs> Look thing. at you, gesture to Gimmick might sound negative. Gimmick sounded negative about George Sampson's routine which we all enjoyed. I didn't see it, but I'm, good no, it's question. good. Well done, actually, mate. You're a very good journalist, and I think that I've <laughs> never been prouder of you I'm than I like John Snow. Right now. Ah, right, OK, let's see. We've got some more emails. This is from Becky Hayfever or Fayier or something like that. Just want to say thanks so much for an amazing, unforgettable show last night. I caught the middle bit of the banana that Matt threw into the audience with our new craze, banana cups. Why not get a banana? Chop it in a free bits. Ideally, you need Matt Morgan to do this for you. If you can't get him, just get, I don't know, we'll just do it yourself. Right, chop it out in three bits and then squeeze it like no, Popeye. I'll call you, do it, you're the expert, all right. Chop the, the knob, no. Oh, Georgie <laughs> Sampson, back chop, on the brain. Chop the ends off like little knobs, yeah. like door knobs, I mean. Why knobs then? Well, you know. Chop the ends off like the knobs. What do you call like the knobs? end of a banana? Tip. Ugh. Helmet. <laughs> 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 That's so juvenile. I'm so sorry, Jesus. Go on, carry on with your He's thing. He's not listening. No, he don't care, does he? You, go, go on, do the banana cut. You cut recipe. the end off a banana and then you... St- I'm- 
you know, and then you squeeze it with your hand, and so the innards like come out Popeye. of the skin and go whoop, like Popeye's spinach. And then you eat it. Love it. I didn't want this to be, you know, broadcast, but <laughs> this is great. It came out last night. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. That's a banana. A very cup. visual thing. Well, yeah, but you can try that at home if you want to. Make yourself a banana cup. It's Chop good up for a making banana. children eat fruit. Oh, you are so smart. Just when I think you can't impress me more, you impress me much. <laughs> Let's all have a banana cup and get kiddies noshing off fruit. Five a day. <laughs> That's what we want, at very least five a day. So anyway, this uh, girl here, Becky, she says she caught a bit of a banana cup. Uh, I want to thank Matt and G for being so great and having their picture taken with me. Would have been great to meet you too, Russell, but didn't quite manage it through the crowd of people. That's her words, not mine. Maybe next time, Noel's performance... Oh. Maybe next time. No, Noel's performance was outstanding too. Thought I'd enjoy this picture of me enjoying a banana on my way home from the gig. Well, I'm sure we'd all like a look at that. Oh, the picture's not been included in the email. Our cynical production team probably burned it. Or worse still, used it for pornography. <laughs> <laughs> this is a letter, an electric letter, from Sammy from Kent. Hearing Noel sing that Oasis song, The Importance of Being Idle, last night was beautiful. I don't even like Oasis, says Sammy from Kent. That's not our views. Don't read that bit. Oh, thanks for bullying him into it. And thanks for bullying him into doing it, Sammy from Kim. We did have to bully him a bit, but he did it, didn't he? And you can't really bully Noel Gallagher beyond his willpower, can you? No, he's a forceful man. Very forceful. He's got a I think stomach. he needed a capo. He needed a capo. Because he, yeah. Because he struggled to find a song that was within his range. I don't know. Mm. He, that's why he flounded. Something was the playing but on his mind. It was beautiful. It was very, very moving. Very touching, very moving. You forget he can do that, don't you? I forget he can do it. Well, he looked lovingly at us throughout that song, didn't he? That's what I found particularly moving, Matt. The way he sort of stared over at us. Yeah. We had to frame our features into a series of expressions that were grateful and not too loving. Winking and pouting. Hey, there's a girl with a picture of a girl eating a banana, and it's actually quite erotic. Put that up on the website for all of us. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that on the internet already, so I gather. Yeah, so, no, yeah, no, he did wink and stuff, but he was lovely, because, yeah, if someone sinks or serenading you, I mean, it doesn't happen awfully frequently, but when it does happen, you're under a lot of pressure to yeah. look sort of grateful. You also sang When I'm 64. Brilliant moment. For a bit too long. Surprised we haven't had more emails about that, actually, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a breakthrough moment. That was much like when uh, Michael Jackson first did the moonwalk on the Grammys. Yeah. A very, very much a Breakthrough cultural we, events. We did get a cease and desist email from the Beatles. Yes, <laughs> yes, I, I didn't appreciate that at all. But there you go. That's, you know, I'm still here, and I can still sing when I'm 64. Still cashing in on the royalties of that. Also, it's worth mentioning, of course, that Jenny May, the founder of the Russell Brand Fansite.com website, is here. Jenny May, a visionary in many ways, who had the foresight when I think I was doing something like e forum in the very early days. Set up that website, and she's been there at my side, very loyal, unlike some of the people around me, like you, Matthew sniping, sniding away. She's always appreciated me, that girl. Now here she is, enjoying the fruits of the labour, or very and least a banana cup. how much have you paid cup. her for running that website? Just, well, I don't, well, I don't know what's funny to say that I did or didn't. She's had nothing, I don't think. She That's get quite money. funny. <laughs> she don't get money for running a fan there, site. dressed in a carrier bag. She doesn't look at all well. She's got sick all over her. Poor cow. <laughs> oh, well, but, but of course, Jenny May, we sometimes, we did often query uh, like her love of me as it was paralleled by her love of Jay. Justin Hawkins from the darkness. So she was with Justin Hawkins. Justin Hawkins, she seems to have managed to inveigle him and somehow weaseled her way into his actual life and my life. What's she That's doing? Good. How's she weaseling away into people's she's lives when she admires them? It's good, isn't it? What, what yeah. do you mean? Well, you start off as a fan and now she's personal friends with you and Justin Hawkins. She's done that really well, hasn't she? It's brilliant, really. Did you, do you run a website for him as well? 
She doesn't only I get the website. Oh, Justin, I like Justin Hawkins. I chatted to him. She in, runs, uh, Roxy. Yeah. He's a nice lad. What's she run? His diary. What's she reckon she runs for Justin? <laughs> Something's getting run for that lad. Okay, um, do you want to listen to War Pigs and dedicate it to the person you lied to? We've not had enough suggestions of what Matt's lying band could be. Well, I think it's probably people, Muse. It can't be Muse, says uh, Mike Jones, because uh, they only have three members, including Bellamy. Only have that's true. Muse yeah, is a tiny true. little band. I think it might be Bullet for my Valentine or Trivium. Do you know Trivium? Trivium are American. Yeah, but perhaps they think you're... I don't know. It's too... Listen to this. It's too obvious to say... This one's from Tom Moody. He goes, uh, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, maybe? But they, I thought they are American, aren't they? Uh, I once said I was in Franz Ferdinand, to which a cab driver said, you sound more Scottish on TV. What a tip. Tom Moody <laughs> attacking cab drivers. People think I'm Eddie Vedder sometimes. No, they don't. You want to do. be Eddie Vedder. No, I don't. Did you admire Eddie Vedder as a child? Eddie Vedder. <laughs> oh, Lee, the reason I can't pronounce his name is I didn't spend my adolescence peering at posters of him pretending to be him. Not really. Yes, you More do. More of a Kurt Cobain man. You right. love Eddie Vedder. You love no, all of them. I look like him when I've got my hair down and it's curly. People come up to me and go, you look like Eddie Vedder. You look, you're younger than Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder's older now. Right, He's not like that anymore. I am him. They think I look like him. You'll stop saying that you're Eddie Vedder. Well, Stop lying think... you, but just be yourself. Be happy to be you. Can't you be in a cab for more than ten minutes without lying to the driver? Well, even my BBC pass says Mark Morgan on it. That's true. That is insulting. No one will let me be me. <laughs> the security guard downstairs listens to this because he's forced to. Don't call him Mark Morgan. That hurts his feelings. Okay, uh, it's russell.brand at bbc.co.uk if you want to communicate with us. Was he mistaken for one of the handsome siblings, says Hibbs from Bristol? Could it be that you were mistaken for one of the mbop boys? Because them mbop boys, they were all lovely as teenagers, grew up in a... They look like well, mum's I, mates now. I've Warning for you, Georgie Sampson. Made Just, a terrible could, error yeah. when they came out, didn't I? Well, did you fancy one? No, no, I told people that singer's all right when she's older. <laughs> and she's singer, a bit older, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. Can't wait to get my laughing gear around that. Hey, when there's grass on the green, <laughs> whatever the hell it is these people say. Did Speed think Matt was uh, that fella out of Aphex Twin? Unlikely, because there ain't five of them, is there? It's just him, isn't it? No, but... Matt Willis be. have busted, says Jack... Hmm, well, I don't know. Matt. I don't think so. I don't think it's Matt Willis from Busted because there seem to be some heavy metal connotations. Although you may have retrospectively applied that, Matt, in order to make it all seem a bit cooler. What do you mean? Well, you might have just got. He might have thought you were from any sort of band, like Bad Boys Inc. No, because he definitely was or like. Westlife. It was definitely a sort of metal thing. He was talking about Sabbath, you know. Hmm, but that doesn't mean he thought you were in it, does it? Well, you wouldn't talk about. Black well, Sabbath. Well, he's not going to... What do you think he'd start piping up about Westlife? I mean, he maybe he didn't have that frame of reference. I don't phone know. him. You can phone him. We'll get him on the phone to him. I don't talk to him, him anymore. I'm well, no, you shouldn't. After all the lies. I don't think he's going to... I mean, I, I doubt he listens to radio too, because he likes... Uh, I hope when you phone now. him, he goes, Russell who? I, do you know what? And then I bet you can change it. <laughs> Russell Grant. Yes, that's me. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> Driven the stars. Coming up later, we will be speaking to Roy Walker. He is the comedian made famous by Catchphrase. We can also talk to him about Mr. Chips. He's silicone sidekick. Well, not silicone, actually, because he was just some graphics, wasn't Pixelated. He? Pixelated pal, if you're going to use alliteration. Yeah. Pixelated pal. Yeah. Ah! Say that. Call him that if you like. It'll make you happy. Well, it do. Oh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. We'll call Noel Gallagher a bit later, shall we? Call yes. him about like, half hour to go from the show. He'll be listening when he'll be at home. Well, yeah, clearly is. He's he's, just, yeah, he's interacting with us. Muse. Why does he even think that that won't don't work? Hold on a minute. There's a few more emails on that. Look, this person here, Paul from Worksop, if that's a real place, says the magic numbers. Can it be them? 
That's insulting to you, do you think? Matt, why did your mouth drop open? Is it because, what do you think? Because I wanted to ram a pie in it. <laughs> Perhaps you are with the magic numbers. This is from Nick Godkin. Hi, Russell. It can't be Matt from Muse. They are a trio. Could it be Matt Bowman from The Pigeon Detective, says Nick Godkin in Preston. Could it be? Could it be? <gasps> Dare we think it? Matthew, have a look at my tit and tell me how that makes you feel inside. <laughs> Vicky makes me feel sexy. <laughs> I kept up a lie, says Vicky Littlemore, to my family and hid that I'd been sacked from work for five months. I had to hide in my flat every day and pretend I was at work. Oh, dear. Six months of lying. I know someone who went down for a year and that tried to pretend to their family they weren't in prison. So really? For that whole time. Just that to go, all right. <laughs> Where are you? Why don't you come down around anymore? Just when you were in rehab. <laughs> or prison. <laughs> when I was in rehab, being rehabilitated for a crime I'd done. I've never been You've in prison. You've told some terrible lies in your time. What lies have I ever told? Have I never been nothing but a nice guy? What well, lies? An English teacher and you wanted a two-week holiday. Can oh, we talk about that? Oh, so what? Do you what? think that Terence Higgins trusts will have a problem with it? <laughs> oh, oh, I told a little white lie. A little white lie. He told them he had AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> he told his employers he had AIDS. Yeah, well, you would have done the same thing if you was in my position. Oh, being wouldn't. an idiot. Unless I had AIDS, I wouldn't <laughs> say that to anyone. Look, I needed that two-week holiday. I was under a lot of pressure at work. Did you think AIDS is cured in two weeks? <laughs> No, but what happened was... I'm back. I'm better than ever. Oh, thank God. I've shook that age off. stitches off and everything. <laughs> uh, my left arm's not what it used to be, but don't worry about that. I still play the piano, though. <laughs> my tennis stroke has suffered, <laughs> but my tennis coach lives on. Listen, the problem is that I, I was in a d difficult predicament. I was on drugs. I'd had a difficult childhood. Oh. I had AIDS, almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, not the AIDS. That was a lie. But the childhood thing and the drugs, that definitely happened. Just to point out, that was Matt doing an impression of me, and that's why it sounded a bit too stupid. Because I thought, yes. So uh, what, it was, uh, what is an holiday? They said you can't have the holiday. I still need the holiday. That's why I don't like no, a normal you job. You took the holiday, then you came back and they went, why did you do that? Go, where have you been for that two-week period where you asked for the holiday and we said you can't have the holiday? And I went... Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to tell you, I've got AIDS. So I've just been off doing AIDS-related stuff. AIDS tests, Danny AIDS <laughs> clinic. They went, and they knew it was a lie, but it's such a terrible, terrible bad lie that they can't go, <coughs> bloody hell, you have not got AIDS, because no one would tell such an awful lie. That is the beauty of the lie. Well, couldn't you have gone in with a less... What, like? Awful disease. I suppose all diseases are pretty much less awful, or, you know, or any terminal disease. But I just thought it's, it was current, Matt, at Tinnitus. that time. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to know. No one's going to let you off for a bit of ringing in your ears, but when if you go full whole hog with the AIDS... So there's people out there who still fit, look at you on the telly and think, Oh, God. Look at him soldiering on. <laughs> His makeup lady. <laughs> she must be a genius, that girl. <laughs> hey, let's not be ignorant because you can live with the HIV virus that leads to AIDS for many a long year with the correct medication. However, I did say that you I had said AIDS. ignorant because of... Don't, don't die, die of ignorance. ignorant. Don't die of this leaflet. Don't die of ignorant. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I did say I had AIDS, of course, yes. But that was a very silly thing to have done. And also, what was also quite bad is that I used to take out the students from that school and smoke drugs with them, which, which is bad, drugs are bad, uh, when I was supposed to be teaching them English, instead of which I was teaching them how to be all and on so drugs. when it happened that you had to explain to them, mm. listen, someone's going to come and talk to you guys about my conduct. And yeah, and they were all from around the world, all foreign language students, some from Poland, some from Iceland, some from Jamaica, they're all over the world. 
taught them a word of English. Look! Right, OK, look, the person's coming. They're going to ask you who's been taking you out to take drugs. Now, I need you all to... ¿Qué? ¿Qué? No comprende, no comprende. No entiendo. I said, come here, chica. No one understood a bloody word I you said. You idiots. <laughs> Why don't you idiots speak English? Because Mr. Russell only gives us drugs all day. He never teaches us nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> oh, damn. And also, I was having sex with quite a lot of them. I should say they were all in their 20s. You should say that. Because it would make the story sound better than the truth that they were all kindergarten. They were in their twenties. It was a language school. (laughs) Ah, good old life. No, they're in their twenties, of course. It was the Callan School on Oxford Street, where I used to work. So, if you're looking for professionalism and you want to learn English, (laughs) go to the Callan School. Just mention them. They could sue you for that. Oh, oh, it wasn't there. (laughs) It was somewhere else (laughs) called the College School. Oh. English School of College. <laughs> college School London. Here, excuse me, mister. You know there's that college called University College? What is it called that for? It's your university or college. Making your mind up. You gotta move it on. Then you take another skirt off. Go on, take another skirt off. Take another skirt off. Oh, they don't take the final skirt off. Bucks fizz. I want my money back. Was yeah. it skirts? Wasn't there? They, they would take off skirt after skirt after skirt, and then it gets to the final skirt. That's it. One more skirt. That's it, Cheryl. Come on, girl. Then that last skirt don't come off. Yeah. But nowadays, I'm an adult, and if I want, I can get all the skirts off. And uh, sorry, well, world. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> what a breakthrough. Luckily, though, that was bad of me to say that I had AIDS that time, and I'd like to apologise. That apologize is bad, and, and I know that you are very, you know, sorry. I'm very that. sorry about that, and I would never do that now. It's a stupid, silly thing to do. Never lie that you've got AIDS just as an excuse to get a couple of weeks holiday. That's a ridiculous insult to people who have got that terrible, terrible disease. So, uh, on the phone, we've got... <laughs> it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> it's good, but it's not right. Like, well, in a minute we will hear the authentic version of that accent and it will be applicable to a lot of the content of this show. It is good, but it's not right. Please welcome to the show Mr. Roy Walker. Hello, Roy. Hello, Russell. Wow, I knew you'd be an enthusiastic person, but I never imagined you'd have such incredible mesmeric charisma, Roy. Thank you for coming on. I'm delighted. I'm in Edinburgh walking around the streets. I just come out of the Jason Byrne show. He's a very fine comedian, Jason Byrne. How's your show going, Roy? It's going great. There's an opening night tonight, press night. It's your press night. How did it go? It went great, great. Um, thousands of people here. You've never seen anything like Well, you have. You're a <laughs> megastar up here. No, it's, it's, it's enjoyable, isn't it, Roy? Are you getting very. caught up in the giddy hedonism of it all a little bit? Yeah. I, uh, well, I, I had a preview uh, last night, which was my birthday. And guess what I got for my birthday? Go on. Your bookie-wookie. You got my bookie-wookie for your birthday? Yes, for my birthday. Oh. How, how, how great is that? And here we are talking on the phone. It's a perfect gift, and there's a beautiful synchronicity to us having this conversation. Well, enjoy yeah. the book, Roy. I think there's a lot of things you will enormously enjoy. Um, Roy, what can people expect to see in your Edinburgh show? What kind of things are you talking about? Well, six o'clock, it's at the assembly rooms, the first half, first three quarters, first half is just stand-up, and then a sort of a quarter of an hour, just a quick walk, comedic walk through my life, and uh, <laughs> we play a little bit of catchphrase, and of course, thanks to Chris Moyles, we play a little bit of car park catchphrase, and then, mm. Russell, car, car the famous, catchphrase. most famous catchphrase of all, a million mm. people have watched it on eBay since yeah. uh, <laughs> Christmas, the yeah. snake charmer. Snake Charmer, that's that one. Yeah, that's really funny. (laughs) 
because even you thought it looked like uh, Mr. Yeah, Chips was enjoying yeah. himself the, in an act yeah, of onanism. Yeah, the audience all peed themselves, and that was, you know, they were all over 70. It's quite funny. Just to describe it, yes, what was the, 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 the what were they trying to find? Snake Charmer, that's what they yeah, were trying to guess. Yeah, Snake Charmer, yeah. But it's it pretty did... innocent at the end, but, but the way the squares fall off is quite funny. The squares there were your enemy, and it looked like Mr. Chips was raising his top hat while masturbating. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it was and the cane walking, um, yeah. I liked that he was raising his top hat because it really looked like he was, <laughs> that's made him look like he was he's yeah. celebrating it, and he yeah. still thought he was a toff, even though he was openly masturbating on tea time television. That's right, that's right. Oh, yeah. does, does that noise, Roy, if you listen, we've got a few sounds from your show. Do these okay. sounds bring back memories to you? That's the one. How does that... That's everybody's ringtone at the moment. Really? Is it catching on up there? It's absolutely crazy uh, how it is all catching on. It's, you know, um, return to my career. Yes. Since I met you on... uh, (laughs) Big, on the Big Brother thing. Oh, yes, that was so a delightful So you've been lucky to me, and then you've gone, I've rubbed luck off onto you, you've gone off and conquered America. Yes, things have been going very well. I th- yeah. Uh, perhaps, Roy, we should come together again and do some more work, because it can only help both of our careers, I think. Well, I'm a massive fan of yours anyway. Oh, thank you so, <laughs> so much. So uh, keep up the good work. Before, Don't try and go yet, Roy, because I want to talk about you being an international hammer thrower for Northern <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> How did you get swept up in the crazy world of hammer throwing? Well, I was in the army, and I was a keep fit sort of a guy. Never did anything before in Civvy Street. Uh, I was quite strong. I worked in the Belfast shipyard. You know, I could lift, I could throw a 56-pound weight over a bar when I was only about 16. Bloody so uh, throwing a hammer, a 16 pound, came quite easy. Gee, how come you were throwing all these things about when you were a lad? <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> it was just, what, tests of strength or something, you know. You're just, you know, it's really, I really like it, Roy, that you, I didn't know that you were packed such a punch that you had such considerable power, because you're uh, such a was, neat and tidy gentleman. That's a pretty good middleweight. <laughs> Although really? you're pretty light on your feet. Oh, I'm quite nimble, but I use that mostly to run away. You know, but I don't <laughs> think I could ever escape hey, one of your hammers. The best. He runs away, lives to fight another day. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, a good phrase. Um, Roy, uh, will uh, what can we? I want to come up there to Edinburgh, and I want to witness your show. Will you give me special treatment and special tickets? Hey, listen, we'll even give you a legend T-shirt. All right. Okay. Well, you have me at a low, Roy. Yeah, well, just a lovely young lady just walked up. There's my reaction. If you remember that snake charmer graphic, that's very much what I'm doing in the radio (laughs) studio now. But if you were to remove the final square, we'd all lose our jobs. Have a lovely time. Oh, hello. Hello, young lady. Uh, in my yeah. absence, I would like you, Roy, to seduce that young woman. Perhaps. Okay, get back up to Edinburgh. They all miss you. Oh, thank you, Roy. Oh, thank Lewis you. Lewis Hamilton's just gone past. They're all coming to see it's me. Crazy up there, <laughs> Roy. Thank you very much for coming on the show. There he goes, Roy okay, Walker. Thanks, on, Roy. Bye bye. Cheers, mate. I'm going to kind of miss that guy. <laughs> he, he was all right, wasn't he? He was so enthusiastic, yeah. all the things that were going on. He's oh, odd. He's an odd man. I know, it's mad, isn't it? Because you take him, who's that bloody Roy Walker character? All right, smack! <laughs> Kick your head in with all upbeat, smash your head in type of antics. Oh, yeah. He'd beat you up with a smile, wouldn't he? He would. And he'd use that. Yeah. It's good, but it's not the right answer. <laughs> like he'd use that in fights. It's good, but it's not right. <laughs> yeah, rough cop Roy Walker, <laughs> police in the streets. Oh, I like, I like these noises. Can I do Come them again? Yeah, I'm into them, actually. Yeah, let's keep doing them. That sort of sounds like an that exciting was tea time, wasn't it? You're watching that tea time. Yeah. 
I remember that feeling. School coming up the next day. Yeah. Bloody school. <laughs> was it Sunday night, though? I think so. Muppet show feeling. Oh, dum, 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 dum. I, could, I could handle the Muppet shows. That's because yeah, I was going school. that school was the next day. Damn. Damn Only one school. more sleep, then school. Then school. Oh, I'm enjoying the Muppets, but school's coming. What happened to us? Bloody school. That's why, <laughs> that's why I didn't understand any of the catchphrases. Terrible lack of education. And, and what else? Uh, have there other noises? Have you got him saying it's good, but it ain't right? Um, it's no, good, but it ain't right, We've got mate. two noises. And... <laughs> it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> I, I thought it was, that's good, but it's not the right answer. It's good, but it's not right. He did sometimes say that. I think it that... Sounds a bit good. <laughs> it's good, but it's not right. What if, um, if you asked Roy Walker if he was, would do some bumming? Uh, what are your views on bumming, Roy Walker? He what? might say it's good, but it's not right. I mean, that's just my <laughs> supposition, <laughs> man. It's good, but it's not right. Like, he enjoys it. Because a lot of the things weren't, weren't good or right. You know, because yeah. a lot of things People were just were literal. People were stupid on catchphrase, I used to think, They as come a across child. as absolute idiots. Yeah, I used yeah. to think that, because I used to actually know what the catchphrase was quite a lot of the time. And I'd think, well, you not knowing that. And a lot of them weren't actually catchphrases. They were just yeah, a couple of you, words yeah. slung together. I think that's not a catchphrase. Yeah. That... Hello, mate. <laughs> Hello, mate. They're <laughs> really sort of basic what idioms. A lovely, simple TV format. You wouldn't be able to get away with that now, would you? Should we try? Let's give it a whirl. Well, we've put got it away with some pretty rubbish ones. <laughs> <laughs> we've got away with murder. We're lumping all the way in the bank, ain't we, meh for you? Okay, so hold on. Do you want to play a record or do you want me to do something nah, else? carry on. <laughs> My mum's mate thought I was a boy, said Annie. Never did correct her. She was blind, so I didn't think it mattered. Oh, you little... Oh. My brother and his mate ended up entangled in my lie. I think she might be dead now, though. So it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. What a nihilistic email that was. Death, blindness... Is it? <laughs> it's got it all! <laughs> Death and blindness! The magical duo. Find my cab driver. Right, now then, the, this lie has all started up because of lying Matt Morgan, lying that he was in a band. We think, I think, Matt, after the research we've done, it's not Muse because there's not enough people in it. It could be Bullet for My Valentine. I bet he ends up, it's not even a. I bet he just goes, oh, I thought he was in a band. Alright, shall I just confront him? Don't, outright? No, don't confront him because mm. I really do want to find out. But just say, how you know, do you. Alright, let's have a practice. How do you want it to go? I'm the cab driver. All right there, mate. Oh, how's it going? It's you, Russell Brand. I love you, mate. I'd recognise you anywhere. You're so famous. more realistic. <laughs> All right there, oh, mate. All right. All Russell right, Brand, is it? Okay. Oh, my daughter's got your book. I had a look through it. It's disgusting. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's filthy. Like it's uh, barely legal, some of the stuff you've been going on about. Like, go on. All right. Well, no, I, would, I think you should you... say to him... Mm. Oh, you, you know you took a bloke to the BBC. Oh, know, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes sure. Who Matt, did you think it was? Matt Morgan from uh, yeah. McFly. Who was it? Yeah, right, I'll go, say that. Just go, he's, you said to him, you know, just say he's an anxious bloke who works here. Yeah, isn't and, it? Yeah. yeah, just don't put... Yeah. Don't what? So just don't find make out. you look bad. Yeah, don't, but don't confront him and go, Oi! Uh, and shout Why'd I do that? I wouldn't even go with him. Oh, you sexualise people. I don't. Now get on with it. Come on. <laughs> phone him. Who just sexualised me. I want to know and I want to put this... You know, just sort of Look, make... Matt, don't you think this whole thing would be better if we built it up for ten minutes or so, when he, I've been told he'll be available by someone holding up ten fingers oh, on really? a bit of glass? Yeah, we'll do it in ten minutes, mate. Now, but with, that don't mean we can't enjoy ourselves in the meantime with your stinking wretched lies. We've got a lot of options here, Sunny Jim. We could do a general email. This one, well, for example. Well, that sounds exciting. This is just... General email. Oh, it's just general. It's not even specific. If you want to join in with our show, why don't you? Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk or you can text us on 88. 
8291. Who could Matt be? What terrible lies have you told and what comebacks have they had? Can you think of a worse lie than telling someone that you had AIDS to get off work or pretending to be in a band? I don't just like it when you go you've soiled. I oh, know, it's stupid, isn't it? It's, I can see you in 20 years' time on QVC. You won't be able to, mate, because you won't be able to fool the telly then because you'll be a penniless drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be living I'll it be up on QVC. Of QVC. Q- you come out. These are jewels. Got these jewels. Hey, how about that? Look at him stream close up. That's that a cubic Matchbox cars there. A little driver in there. Hey, look at him. I Imagine once saw one where they're selling Matchbox cars. And, they go, and if you look in there, it's a wonderful detail. <laughs> Little driver there <laughs> in the car like that. They, I didn't they like it to... when you're a boy and you can't get that man out. I hated that. Like yeah. in the James Bond car, you can fire out the man who, for some reason, is just blue with featureless. And James Bond is stuck to the seat. You can't even get him out. Batman and Robin. Okay. A lot of anger there. Still in the seated position. How can you play with him out of the car if they're yeah. in seated position? I didn't like it that Styles figures didn't have any knee or elbow joints. Hated that. Just all the stiff going through life. The new ones have them. The new yeah, ones, the new G says, oh, gee. Force figures well, had how everything. do you know that the, uh, that the Star Wars figures have got joints now? Buying them for George. I would have a tip with George and I have to get him Darth Vader as a makeup present. <laughs> Look at him looking down, trying to think of a smug thing to say in his poem. Yeah, so uh, what, mate? The new, what action man was he got? Action Force figures had knee. Joints mm, and elbows. But they were a bit cheap. But I then they used to get all like loose them. and just be like a little dolly in the mm, end. Like. Is that what we were originally going to say? Little dolly, say? Little do- dollies? Listen to this from Jack from Sheffield. Hi, Russ, Matt, Mr. G. Watching Richard and Judy yesterday at Minans when who should appear on the TV? But old Russ. My sister got a bit excited, thinks she may fancy Russ. When seeing this, my nan came out with these three things to describe Russ. One, he looks dirty and I think he needs a good wash, she said. Two, he is a show off. Three, <laughs> he's disrespecting Richard and Judy by wearing flip flops. Well, what an insult. Oh, I could disrespect. You are disrespecting Richard and Judy with your footwear. Why is that Nan <laughs> turned into Tim uh, Westwood? Well, you know, mm. in the olden days, you'd go on television, you'd wear a suit. Yeah, oh, yeah what, in the Nan days? Yeah. <laughs> Not me, mate. Flip-flops on telly. Yeah, so what? Life's a beach, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Richard and Judy. Hey, man, hello, man. Hey, Richard and Judy, I'm having a barbecue. Have a toke on this, Judy. I'm smoking a doobie, man. <laughs> I want to be part of your book club, man. I read books, man. I make roaches out of them, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you on flip-flops. It's blasé. Ed blasé. I was very focused on Richard and Judy and just, just what trying to... What did you tell him? Yeah, all right, I've got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <but> really. <laughs> right, Judy. <laughs> Do you think that footwear's appropriate? Yeah, it is if you've got AIDS like me, love. <laughs> Go on, clear off, you old cow. <laughs> Ah, then were the days. Richard Recent days. Judy's nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say things like that about Richard and Judy. I like he does, those. Though. He doesn't steal a nutrient. Sucks up her nutrients. Where's he suck a nutrient well, out of? She's getting older. Hey, just as the passage of Judy's nice. Lovely They're set of knockers. Nice. Leave her. <laughs> Judy. You've had some nutrients off her as well. You I, and Richard. I'd have a nutrient while he was having a nutrient. Me on one knocker, Richard on the other, looking at her over each other, giggling. What's wrong with that? He's around the front, I'm up the back. Who cares? So what, me, Richard and Judy, all together in a string of flesh, you filling up a nutrient? You should flip-flops on telly, mate, not with your feet. I've got lovely feet, don't start on my You've feet. You've offended someone's nan. So what? F she you, someone's dirty. nan. Yeah, well, at least I don't poo myself like a nan. Didn't poo myself. I actually succeeded I said the in nan to would the do it. Oh, well, I oh, actually yeah. succeeded. No, she did. What, do you want a gold star for getting to a lavvy on time? Yeah. Phone my driver. 
Uh, yeah, not the first time I've heard that sentence from Matt Morgan. <laughs> Phone Mark Driver, where's my PA? You've changed, mate. What have you become? I haven't, I haven't. Yes, you have. You've joined the members clubs. You've become like some snooty pig. Oh, I can't go to pub, pubs and bars no more. Okay. I want to go, go to both. Members clubs. I like members. I like the hyper members. I don't even like it. The hyper lawyer will bother me. You're in members clubs. I don't, mate. I don't even remember clubs because I'm such a man of the people. I just want to make people happy. That's why I'm out there. In the flip-flops, man! <laughs> <laughs> I really like that voice. It's made me so happy inside. You're listening to Radio 2, BBC Radio 2, I think it is called. And uh, if you want to email me and Matt, it's russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Try doing matt.morgan at bbc.co.uk. See what you get. F all. That's <laughs> why you shouldn't be allowed in members clubs or to bellow sentences like, Call my driver! <laughs> no, we will call your driver. We're going to call Matt's driver and find out what's behind all these silly lies. Later on, we'll talk to Noel Gallagher, the superstar. Uh, musician, lovely fella, who stood on stage with me and Matt last night and got progressively drunker, didn't he? Didn't Not he? Really? By the end of it, he didn't know who anyone was. Yes, he did. He didn't. He, he gets thought you with and booze. He doesn't. He thought that you and Nick were the same person. Well, Nick, I was our manager. Offended that he got my name wrong at one point. On stage, it was very confusing for all of us. Anyway, uh, so listen, person's nan. I don't mind what people's nans think. I like nans, and I get on well with old people. I was doing a photo shoot at the Ritz the other day for Vogue or Harper's Bazaar or something like that, and I did it down the Ritz. Well, you're a man of the people. Oi! I was photo shoot the Ritz for Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> hey, I was doing that for the people, getting my message what out. people? Posh people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Harper's Bazaar, that's just in Harley Street waiting rooms. Not oh. that I've been oh, for them. Ah, here he is, always up and down Harley Street with his knob walls and his gut rot. Knob walls, <laughs> me with your brush. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I'll get my brash tarred is by doing it against you. So listen, what are you doing down Harley Street? Come Anyway, I was down in the Ritz the other day. I thought, I'll show them. I got down to my pants and just marched about in one of their private well, well beds. Well done. That's a victory for you, isn't it? Well, actually, I wasn't even in a proper bedroom. It was a dining room because they made me change in a dining room. So I got up on this big banqueting table and I could imagine all royals noshing off down there. And I marched about just in pants. We videoed it, actually, and we can put it up on the website, bbc.co.uk. Well, the revolution's begun. Yep. Obviously. That's, that's how it starts, mate. Situation is. First, we express the idea that reality can be altered in a moment through absurdity and fun. Situationism. That's our way out. The revolution can be fun. No, you thought that after the fact that you were walking around your pants I thought in it a just hotel. then, actually. Yeah. I thought it just then, but you should have seen me, mate, walking around my pants. It was oh, not yeah. funny. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, these people were dead scared. Is it like Che Guevara? Yeah, a little bit like Che Guevara. It's like Jesus coming into Nazareth on a donkey. <laughs> a little bit like that, yeah, but imagine him in pants without the donkey and no one going, Woo, Jesus, but instead going, Would you mind leaving? <laughs> a bit like that, that's how it was. Yeah, oh, those were the day. And anyway, <laughs> good, but it's not right. And also, I had to, I had, there was two old ladies, they were called Beryl and Betty, and I had to pretend to have a cup of tea with them and like be all flirty with them and everything. And it was ace, and I really enjoyed it. It was nice. And they liked me, them two old ladies. What? What? So this whole story is to go, I had two, two old ladies and they liked me. <laughs> yes, that's it. I remember my point They're now. They're actresses. So that... Oh, yeah. They're not just normal old ladies, They were they? normal old ladies. All right, well, listen, some of us get on well with people, but some of us live in a world of ridiculous lies. <laughs> now, we've got on the phone a man here who has lived under a blanket of duplicity ever since he had the cruel misfortune of having the... Dark Knight of Deceit, Matthew Morgan, stepping into his life. Hello, Speed, are you there? Greetings and salutations, indeed I am. Speed, what a lovely way to answer your phone. How are you, mate? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Doing this magical four-letter word uh, work, but apart from that, uh, I'm fine. Oh, you sound like a nice man. Where are you from in the North East, mate? 
Oh, no, 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 you've just insulted me now. No, 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 no. Cumbria, mate. England's highest mountain, deepest lake, smallest church, oldest north. Of course, music, Potter, William Wordsworth and me. Where's that? Cumbria. <laughs> Cumbria, you're from Cumbria. You're a Cumbrian gentleman. Well, it's lovely that you've come on the show, Speed. How's your day at work been so far? Any interesting... I'm not to say that word, mate, you know what I mean? But it's been, uh, it's been reasonable, but the word, uh, yeah, the word I'm thinking of doesn't exactly go on, uh, on live uh, radio too Fair well. enough. I'm beginning, Speed, to see where you might have got your name from. <laughs> I don't think it's from how you drive your car. I think it's from how you stay awake at night. Hey, so... <laughs> Speed. I stay awake with, with bikes and rock music and magical things like that and uh, really nice people that get in my car. Any interesting people in the back of your car today, mate? Nah, not really. <laughs> yes, of course I've had magical people, good people. Who? I always have good people. Anyone sticking your mind at all of the people you have had in your car, Speed? Uh, I've always got nice people. Uh, I can't remember from the top of my head, I'm not allowed to say. Oh. But, um, I'm sure there must be somebody that remembers me somewhere. Do you remember dropping a gentleman off for to have a little whoopsie in a boozer earlier on this evening? A man, he was in your car. He's a, actually, he's a friend, a personal friend of mine. Uh, said this is how we got your number speed. Is because you met a friend of mine earlier. You had to drop him off because he uh, he nearly disgraced himself in the back of your car. Oh, I can't remember that man. There was a bloke called Morgan. I can't remember that yeah, one. Yeah, Morgan, Morgan. That's the fella. That's him. Yeah. And uh, you, what, 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 what? Well, it cost him about 20 quid, and I can't remember his first name. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I sometimes struggle to remember that. Hey, so what, what was it? Uh, what, do you remember? What, um, what's your favourite album of his? Oh, my favourite album? Yeah. Got to be Saxon. Um, of his? Venom and Leather. Of, no, of, uh, of Morgan's band. Morgan's band? You know Morgan's what? band, the band that Morgan... You know he's a musician, that bloke in the back of your cab. I didn't know that, mate. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Matt, have you been lying even to me? No, 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 no. no. So uh, Speed... He, that... he is a very good musician. Um, and some of his music, uh, we got uh, sampled, shall we say, in the car. You've got you've but, sampled uh, some of his music? Indeed, yeah. Some of his tasty music, mm, uh, which uh, is very similar to my own. Really? Indeed. So you hit it uh, off then, the, uh, the God Osborne with uh, Black Sabbath. Nice, nice, lovely choice. Um, we played, we actually... We, a bit of that, yeah. we played War, War Pigs, etc. Oi, Speed, we played War Pigs and dedicated it to you a little bit earlier, actually, this evening. Well, in your thank you honor. very much for that. I do appreciate a bit of, uh, bit of that. What Whilst band? I'm on the line, Sp I'll tell you what, can I plug my bar in Thailand? Because I'd love a lot of your uh, listeners to go find in there. Who I am. Visit a we decent find, rock bar. We'll find out we have a bike right. shed within Patong Beach, and we've got one in we'll uh, Phnom Penh, two in Cambodia. We'll and we'd like to see you guys visiting... We will be coming to all your sex industry bars speed over the coming months. No, no, we will do. What band do you think Morgan's in? Oh, definitely not Morgan's What band? Definitely not Morgan's No, you... What, what... What band? You sort of asked him about the stupid... Did you... All right, look, I'm going to level with you, Speed. What, like, Matt Morgan, who was in your cab, he's my mate, right? And uh, he's not in a band. He's been no, lying. No, of course not. No, 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 no. Speed, are you mad? <laughs> are you Speed? Mad? Speed, this... definitely not try to kill logic either. Or is it Bullet for My Valentine? Him, he thinks we're winding him up. But speed, actually, we're not winding you up, Speed. We I'm, just... not, I'm not a musician, but you speed, said to me... Speed, this is the voice of Matt Morgan, the liar you've been dealing with. I mean, see, the 
decent voice came in there, you see. Uh, no, nice. no, no speech, no, a kinky little flirt. You said to me, oh, how's the music going? And All I'm, right, mate, it's going to cost you a fortune when you get back in the car later. <laughs> <laughs> difficult to talk to. <laughs> speed. He said he loved you. you, 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 you right away, speed! Listen. What, what band what? did you think he was in, You speed? said I'd been in the studio last time you picked me up and I sort of went with it and pretended that I was a musician. He was embarrassed and pretended to be a musician. I wasn't sure whether he was a musician or working, but I had actually thought you was working in the studio. He pretended to be a musician to impress you because he found you sexually attractive, Speed. Oh, yeah. He's a predatory <laughs> gentleman. You're very lucky to have got through that cab journey. Do, who do you, so you didn't think he was any particular musician, Speed? No, I didn't say that. I assumed he was, to be honest with you. But, so on that one, yeah, guilty and up. <laughs> but, did you assume, but did you assume he was from a particular band or just from no. the genre of musicians? No, I've got to be honest with you, I, I actually thought I carried you before. I right. recognised the uh, the place where I... Uh, I, I uh, well, when it comes to carrying you? Matt Morgan, <laughs> you can have no greater ally in me, Speed. Now, well, listen... Like I say, I mean, I won't lie to you on that one, mate. No, don't... I, yes, doing the job I do, we do a little bit of the uh, brown uh, smelly stuff occasionally, and it does stink. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Now, as for right. the sexually attractive bit, mate, once I dropped him at that, you know, that place where he right. went, sorry, mate, you lost me. Mm. <laughs> All right, Speed. <laughs> All right, Speed, thank you very much for your time. It's been a great joy to talk to you. Keep your hands on the uh, wheel and your mind on the road, etc., etc. It's the side that gets in the way, mate. Speed, uh, yeah, no, no, do be careful, Speed. Don't drink drive. Speed, no, no, and don't do that one. Good, good, good. Uh, Speed, uh, we will endorse all of your sexy bars across the third world, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you uh, later. Take it easy, yeah, Speed. Have a good evening, Tom. You too, mate. Thanks for coming on the show. Speed, there Thank he goes. You. Cheers, Dan. Good old I'm Speed. I'm more confused than I've well, ever that's been. That's more confusing. What is, I don't even know what he means or what he it wants. He started to make me look like I was lying. Oh, hello. Then. And then he went, Smelly oh, yeah, Brown stuff. musician. Well, what did he... Oh, I can't understand that, man. He was saying, last time I saw you, I picked you up from the studio, how's that going? How's oh, the I think band? he just Would assumed... Would you sign something? Oh, well, what it is, is he just... I think he just assumed that you were a musician because you were in a car. I should have turned it around on him and gone, oh, right, what's, what band do you think I'm in? And then he would have been embarrassed. Yeah! Why have you become the victim in all well, this? Well, can you see, um, he's... Bonkers, isn't he? Well, yeah, you shouldn't be blamed. No, there's no way you can be held up for ridicule. Doesn't even remember this. taking me to the toilet. He well, didn't take me. I mean, he dropped me off. At no, the well, hold on, <laughs> hang on. Hold on. He don't remember taking me to the toilet. Well, he did take me. Or <laughs> don't even remember wiping my butt. Oh no, well, he never wiped. Now. I don't it. want him to. I know. Have a different taxi. Helen? No, we've insisted on speed for all your journeys now, Matt. That man is going to be right at the core of your being. If you want to text us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Disappointed that he didn't actually think you were in a specific band. Well, mate, I, well, I, think I think he just thought you were in a band. People like that. He thought happen. you were, like, he thought the joke was on him. And he what did he think the know. joke was? I don't know. I don't understand what speed thinks the world is, even. Like, I, think it, I mean, he's upbeat, isn't he? I'll say yeah, that definitely. for him. But how come you hit it off? Because I thought a person like that you wouldn't get on with. No, he was really nice. He was different in the car. Because he had this solemn respect for me as a musician. Right, but now that solemn respect's gone, he's, he's turned into... Promoting his bar. All he wants to do is... He's got a number of bars. A string of bars across Cambodia, Vietnam, other formerly war-torn nations. Yeah, no, he told me about that in the car. Did he? Well, yeah. Did he now? I was Promoting just sitting there holding my tummy. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Oh, dear. So speed was confusing, wasn't he? Yeah. Made me look like a fool. Well, I don't think, you know, don't take it to art, mate. Don't take it too personally. I mean, I think, yeah, I just think so it he was, was just, confusing. Like, the consensus is he was doing that cab driver thing of going, like, thinking, oh, he's probably a musician. Probably a musician. Just go, oh, I like your... How's your band? Actually, it's him that should be embarrassed, as you say, because he went, he went, oh, yeah, I've got, you know, how's your new album or whatever, yeah. when he didn't know who you were. Because how's the album going? Last time I picked you up, you just finished recording. I mean, I suppose a normal person at that point would have gone, I'm not recording an album. 
because I'm not a musician from a band. Well, maybe they would. <laughs> we'll never know. We can never know what a normal person would have done in that situation because, unfortunately, Matt Morgan was there instead. But I think he he sounded like he was protecting the privacy of his passenger because when you went and you dropped him off at the toilet. Oh, don't know about that, mate. Oh, no, I'm not going to drop him in it for that. Yeah, no, this, yeah, but then he went, we all done a bit of the brown smelly stuff and I didn't know, <laughs> heroin, I poo. about weed. Oh. He didn't say brown smelly stuff. He said, well, I thought he said brown smelly, smelly stuff. stuff. Brown smelly He's stuff. He's talking about weed, I think. Really? Well, oh. We can't obviously condemn speed. Speed but... at night, weed at day. <laughs> That's what makes the money I pay. Too much children seem like a farce. Dear Russell Matten G says, Hannah, I once went to visit my granddad and an old lady grabbed me and asked me if I was one of the carers and started crying. So I said yes, and now I have to make her a cup of tea and bring her the paper and her lunch every time I visit. I've never told her that I was not one of the staff at the home. Lots of love. Hannah. That's probably illegal. That probably is illegal. What if the old lady dies while she's doing that? What then, Hannah? Have you not thought of the position you're actually in? Although it would be a good premise for a romantic comedy called Old Girl, Young Girl. But don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> oh, dear. What a lovely new catchphrase we've invented. Uh, there was something I wanted to talk to you about. Russ, says Rob, why don't you get that bird who reads the news on your show? I feel sorry for her having to be all serious after your tomfoolery. Well, there's a good reason for that, Rob, and that's because once we <laughs> went so far <laughs> with taking the piss before going into the news <laughs> that uh, we upset her. And, like, uh, we've apologised for it now. It was some time ago, and we've managed to get things back on track. But you, Rob, have opened those wounds with your stupid questions. Uh, yeah, we just went, we used to go a bit mad, didn't we? We used to go, Oh, yeah, we used to get to say stuff in the news, didn't we, Matt? Drop words in. How good that was. Let's we can't start do it that now. up again. Well, because everything seems too Did, much. Well, the news seemed happier in those days. How can it have been? It was weird when we go, Right, all right, newscaster, all right, Andrea, say the word. Jelly baby. <laughs> go on, get jelly baby news. Go on. Nutsack. Saying the news, saying the news, girl, and they—they they did it. Yeah, it so. wore thin, though, didn't it? Yeah, well, pretty thin, but I wouldn't have stopped it had it not been for that BBC memo passed round <laughs> saying, stop doing that, you're wasting everyone's lives with your idiocy. <laughs> I'd be doing it to this day. Hey, we should get Noel Gallagher up on the phone soon. Chaps, come and take my phone. Have you got his number already? We'll be talking to Noel Gallagher in a minute, but why don't we do our regular item? Gay, if you could, do you want to do a jingle, mate? Yes. Come on, God, dear. Oh, Christ. So we'll do an item. Gay, here it is. Gay! This is from Alistair. I've got a gay problem for you. Hi, Russ, Matt and G, says Alistair. I've got a gay problem for you, item gay. Uh... Ah, I'm openly gay, and I've tried and failed numerous times to get a boyfriend, but I've been turned down because I've got odd hair. My hair is shortish, black and curly... Sorry, I feel a bit like... I feel a bit You're like... filling up? <laughs> this reminds me of my own adolescence. My hair is black and short and curly, and it turns people off. Can you give me any hairstyle tips to make me more appetising to gents? The only tip I do not want is to use horse conditioner like Matt. If you could try and send me that, I will send you the form of a gay gift for you and Matt. If you do help me, I will get a gay gift. Well, Ron, obviously... Shave your head! Yeah, that's big in the gay community. They love it! They would love that. Nice bald bunch. You should see Mr. G and George Sampson marching up Old Compton Street. I've never seen nothing more natural. <laughs> Beautiful sight it is. Yeah, shave it, mate. Shave it right back down. Sound of the scalp. Shave, shave, shave. That's what I say. What do you say, Matt? You can't. It's probably, I hate to say this to him, more what? than just the hair. It might and be. people have gone, I find you attractive. But. Beautiful, even, but <laughs> I don't like your hair. Yeah, look, you've got some problem, you've got to have Alistair. Terrible hair, like smelly hair. Your so hair people... would have to stink before your ha hair starts to actually put people off. There's nothing wrong with any kind of hair, really, is there? Is there? Well, no. So come on. Well, 
What? No. <laughs> hey, is there? Hey, now, you know me, right or wrong. Well, I think just shave your head, mate. But also, find a nice, lovely gay boyfriend who don't give a monkey's about your barnet. Hey, if he accepts you for what you are, dear, then you know you couldn't have him for life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, that'll do for the item gay. Now it's time for nanecdotes. Should we do nanecdotes? Yes, Come do on. Do We're getting through these items at a rate of knots. Then we'll get Gallagher on the phone. Just do I'll play the jingle, and then we'll get... I think he's on the phone already, actually. You'll probably well, he's, well, he's new jingle. I like a few women, but I like men an awful lot more. Uh, no, we've not introduced you yet, so there's no <laughs> sense. I like a few women, no, but no, I like wait. men an awful lot more. Uh, we know. Dear. Yeah, we finished the gay item, Noel. So just <laughs> <laughs> hello, mate. You're right. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, enjoy yourself last night, mate. I did, yeah, it was good it was a good last one. I think I didn't I didn't stick around to bask in uh, whatever glory was going around, unlike you boys, but well, we did I, think have it, a I think it was a good last one, eh? Yeah, it, it was, was good. Lovely. You were a great highlight with your singing. It was lovely. I was, yeah, I felt a bit yeah, grossly unfair on your on your account, I must say, trying to bully me into doing that in front of all those people. We thought you were a bit more confident in yourself. If you didn't want to do something, just say no. That's, what, yeah, that's but, always yeah, been your I, message. I, yeah, but I get a bit... I become a bit weak once I'm drunk, you see. I can't ah. agree to anything. I'll bear that in mind, mate, Ooh. if ever I go on the turn. Couple, give him a couple of pina coladas and down come his dungarees, off comes the cagoule. It's a real party. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't throw you a mic and that's you go and do a 20-minute stand-up during the changeover at one of our gigs. Well, I'd love that. I'd love it, mate. Any time you want me to come up there and inject your gigs with some much-needed charisma and humour, <laughs> no, let I, me no, know. I said, no, I said I wouldn't do that. Oh, you wouldn't do it. Never hey, yeah, that, that cab drive was mental, wasn't he? Yeah. It was a bit mental. What do you? Yeah. Was, I don't understand. Me or Matt can't understand what went on then because he was, you know, he, I don't know, he just changed his tune a bit, didn't he? Well, I think he was trying to freak Matt out and you fronted him up and he's kind of, mm. he's kind of, he, he's kind of, he could, you could feel him blushing on the phone and thinking, oh, mm. you know, he, probably, he probably does it a lot, I would have thought. Then he piped up about them bars in Cambodia. That was a bit unusual, wasn't it? Mm. Bars slash brothels. That's what we were all thinking. Bars stroke uh, brothels in what Cambodia. Was it, what, 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 what were they called again? Just in case I'm, I'm knocking around there on the next Oasis World Tour. Well, uh, I can't mm. remember the actual names of them, but the radio show the can be listened to as a podcast. BBC.co.uk, listen to the podcast. Or you could go to iTunes and get it. Keep us at number one if we're at number one. Get us to number one if we ain't. Or go to BBC.co.uk. Where you can also have a look at a tattoo of Noel, uh, Noel's head where he looks like Quasimodo. <laughs> Not my tattoo, by the way. You didn't point that out last night either. Oh, right. The people thought that you would have a tattoo of yourself on your own body. That would be bonkers. And what also people won't know, Noel, is that we used last night to unveil your new ability, Noel Gallagher, PetNamer.com. <laughs> Noel Gallagher names your pets. Noel Gallagher believes he has an uncanny ability to name pets, so send us your photographs of pets, and Noel Gallagher will name your pets.com. Or 15 pounds. 15 quid a pop. He does want money for it. He won't do it just for nothing. Yeah. £15, £7.50 uh, for newborns. Newborn pets and also insects, <laughs> you did say you'd do for £7.50 uh, as well. I won't do insects without legs. That snake thing threw me last night. Did you? You floundered. I mean, although you did yeah. flounder of a lot of them. I think three or oh, four of them. Well, you kind of put me on the spot, though, didn't you, really? Well, if you think, hold on a minute. You, put, you claim to be a pet namer, then we say name some pets. You put me on the spot. You, you claim to be the best musician that's ever lived. We ask you to play a song. You put me on the spot. Weird-looking people. Hey, our fans are gorgeous, gorgeous bunch of people. Don't claim that everything's putting you why on the did, spot. Why did you get that person thrown out last night? I didn't get him. <laughs> I didn't yes, get him. Yes, you did. I, I, they were still there, I think, by the end. Did they throw him out in the end? 
They didn't throw him out, Noel. I wish they bloody well had done. They was right racket. Kept you know, shouting out, Noel you're, Gallagher, you're, Noel Gallagher. You're getting, you're getting the right needle, weren't you? <laughs> well, it was annoying, wasn't it? Because they kept going, Meow, no! It wasn't because I was jealous. Is that what you're saying? That I was jealous? Hmm? No, 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 no. I'm just, I've just never seen you like that before. Oh, well, what it was is we were trying to do a show and someone just kept interrupting me. I was there. I it. was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were physically there, but in your mind you were floating around in a cloud of booze. You know, I was quite drunk, yeah. You were quite drunk. And, like, oh. actually, we, we, we do tolerate your ludicrous interjections. I mean, having you in a show is like having a heckler in the show anyway. So when other hecklers start piping up, it's very difficult to keep the, the momentum and structure of the show. So like, it's good that people join in and interact. But if I just keep shouting one thing again and again and again, so it was just like, well, what are we going to do? It's just well, you, you did. You did go a bit. God sees them. <laughs> well, the, thing, the thing that struck me was you had a funny look on your face. I've never seen that look before. You got really serious, and there's yeah. like some Cyberman I've, laser I've stare. I'm like, get them thrown out. Yeah, I've seen that face now. I do use that well, face. Yeah, but, you know. No, but that's older, and that's just, well, you've got to be, you know, you're serious about your profession, of course, you know, though we were all having a nice laugh, you can't derail the gig, there's a lot of people there, have paid a lot of money to come and see us, they've got a right to be entertained, and like, you know, after, and it's not like a person shouted something, and I went, get them out, they shouted about 20 or 30 times, and I went, oh, bloody hell, this is ridiculous, can we get them out? And then the shouting carried on and carried on and carried on, and I went, one more chance, one more chance, one more chance, you know, still it continued, in the end, you have to make a stand. When they came for the communists, I did nothing, when they came for the Jews, I did nothing, when they came for me, there was no one left to do anything. Someone has to make a stand. Someone has to overthrow the government. It's going to be me, Russell Brand, king of the revolution. He'll have a tranquilizer gun on stage soon. He'll just do it himself. Right, you've lost it. Sorry, sorry, madam. The lady to your left. Could you start in her? Try and cough in the face of the woman next to you. She's been here. Oh, she seems to be losing consciousness. Well, anyway, I'll shoot myself with this tranquilizer dart. It looks like rather a lot of fun. Okay, Noel, would you like to join? Join us in talking about an anecdote because that's what we were thinking of doing, and I know how you like to do an item, do you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let's do it. Do I'm it. On the phone. You're on the phone. Let's do it. Go on, Emma. Hello, Jill. Hello, Jill. Jill, cry me pipes and everything. Things we say we don't know what we're doing, do we? Ah. Hello, welcome to an anecdotes. This is an anecdote from Jay. Hello, Russell and gang. Once a long time ago, I was out shopping with my grandmother. When we reached the checkouts, she said she needed some batteries, so I went to find some. We were growing closer to the, batter with, to the batteries. She saw some and bellowed quite loudly, Get the Jurex, they last longer. <laughs> she meant Duracell. Either um, that or the nan likes having protected sex, even though she can't be fertile. What a kinky girl she must be. Fertile? What? A fertile nan? Oh, yeah, because it could be one of them now she had a baby at 16, then the baby had a baby at 16. Hello, three-generation romp! That's got, not with the baby. No, but it's, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> grandmothers can be as young as 45, can't they? I, 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 hold on. No, they could be 34, really, thinking about it. Say oh, they had a baby. They can still be fertile, can't they? Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah, but I'm not going to have a threesome or foursome with a grandmother, her daughter, and that one's mm. daughter, till that one's at least 18. So that Everything be 18. just turns around to threesomes and foursomes, doesn't it? It really does, doesn't <laughs> it? It does in my no. life, mate. And if you're wasting your time doing onesomes and twosomes, well, I don't know no. why it was, it was literally about 18 seconds before the threesome was mentioned last night oh. on the stage, wasn't it? Yeah, I got the threesome out there quite quick, I suppose, mate. You know, it's nice to. Anyway, I've been talking to a very wise person who said in the old days, people in my position would have had harems anyway. Who was that, Merlin? Sultans. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Merlin? I, I, get, I consult people, you know, swamis, priests, witch who doctors, gurus. Meredith, the acupuncturist. What? 
What? She's wise. She's a wise woman. She trained with R.D. Lang. He's clever as a stick, that fella. R.D. Lang, one of the great psychologist-type fellas. R.D. Lang, Freud Jung. Yeah, Meredith. She was a K.D. Lang. No, oh, she was a kinky devil doing it with other girls. I like your style, Katie. But <laughs> no, this is R.D. Lang, Ronnie Lang. He's some sort of eminent psychologist, psychiatrist, thinker type person. Anyway, she learned with him. She's an acupuncturist now. She told me there's nothing wrong with me. Do what you like, lad. She said. Because of your membranes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That's when I went to when I went to Nuggles. When you talk to Stephen Pinker, and said, all you do is try and use it to justify your sex addiction. Oh, am I a sex addict? Cause of me membranes and me neutrons. That's what he did in an impression of me. Membranes and neutrons. And membranes, thin tissue, and neutrons, some electric thing in it. Man. No, no, no. A membrane. It's a thin piece of straggly skin, and I was just picturing your penis. Oh! <laughs> and his balls are little that's, neutrons. That's what I meant. <laughs> Matt says my balls are the neutrons. What a yeah, lovely like image. Two snooker balls on two pieces of shabby rope. Insane in the membrane. Insane <laughs> in the brain. We are all insane in the membrane, just a little bit. Okay, let's do another email. We like to join Noel in with the show. Let's see if there's anything that he might enjoy hearing. Oh, no. Actually, this is even better. I am receiving the James Joyce Award from Dublin University for outstanding contribution to language and brilliance. What? So you stick are? that up really? your arses. <laughs> yeah. You just lost the award. <laughs> oh, it's been taken back. <laughs> for being a... Yeah, that's good, though. Dublin University, James Joyce Award. It's a publicity stunt. Oh. Yeah, of course. They're just looking for publicity, aren't they? Hey, don't undermine Dublin University or James Joyce or me. We're three of the greatest Doubt institutions. Their literature department just sort of need you. I don't think they... Hey, just... look, I'm in a line of greats. It's completely me, ridiculous. Joyce, Wilde, WB Yeats, great Irish writers. All right, I'm from Essex, and it shows how good I am. About this? Are you going to have to wear uh, one of those black cloaks and a little um, little trowel on your head? He doesn't have to, but he will. I will. I've, I've, He's already wearing one now. <laughs> I'm going to wear that every day. Once. Seriously, that's yeah. mad. I'm going to get a black cape and mortarboard. That's dumbing like, down, gone mad. That, I'll be the that teacher. makes me angry. Oh, yeah, that ain't dumbing down. I'm a genius. I don't need you. Give me my cape. Where's my cape? You're not even Irish. So what? I could be if I wanted. Come on, give me a cape. I'll be Irish if that's what it takes to get my James Joyce award <laughs> and my mortarboard. Come on, please let me have it. Don't undermine it. Don't say it's dumbing down. It's dumbing up, if anything. Celebrate me. I'm a great, great ambassador <laughs> for language. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> what, are you get, what, what are you getting it for, anyway, just for using joined-up words on the telly? Yep, I think that's it. That's what it said on the form. Joined-up words on the well, telly. And what, and what is it, like a certificate that you put in your toilet? Look, you... Oh, I don't know what it is. I'll probably go there. I'll get applauded by a lot of students. I'll have it off with a couple of them. Bob's your uncle. Nice little certificate. Don't give him that award. He doesn't deserve it. Listen to what he just said. No, yeah, I'll absolutely. be nice. I do deserve it. I think I remember now. I'll give a good boy that day. Come on, give him a reward. <laughs> reward. Reward. <laughs> James Joyce. Is it services to language? Yep. Portrait of an artist as a young man. Oh, Russ. What James Joyce have you ever read? Uh, Ulysses. Oh, well, I watched the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> James Joyce, James Joyce, Russell Brand, Russell Brand. So what? Oh, you're just jealous. What do you want me to get you an award or something from Wolverhampton College (laughs) for stinking liar in the back of a cab reward, stopping off a pupping, lying to speed, forming a relationship with speed, the two of you, sat there. Oh, noble university. He's had Ivan Novello's him on the other end of the phone, haven't you, Noel? I've had one, yeah. 
Right, see, that's democracy gone mad, if anything is. Where's my James Joyce? That's what I say. I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it. Give me a James Joyce. I will say that. Ah, what it is to be young and in love. You all right, Noel, how's your missus? Uh, Do you know what she's done today? What? She fixed our boiler that, that had broken. She fixed it. Bloody hell, that's so, emasculating. What, what can you do? needlework. She made the point. Of, you know when you were doing impersonations of her last right. night? You're yeah. making her sound like the rain, Kelly, like, which like, did yeah. not go down too well. Well, it's me, see, I just fixed the bo- boiler and all. Why don't you just sit there and wash your little vagina? <laughs> 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 oh, dear. That's what it's like at a Gallagher house. Do not refer to my son as a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that lovely lad. God bless him. Yeah, well, OK, so she fixed the boiler because she's got you in the house. What were you doing while that was going on? I was watching the cricket. Hmm, it's interesting. What are you trying to get out of your class group for? But, uh, uh, I like watching the cricket. Do you? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, like our Jagger does or something. Hmm, interesting. Well, the football season's not on, is it? You know? Not for a couple more weeks, mate, but some of us have got the loyalty to be patient and quiet. No, well, I like the ambience of it, like the tennis, do you know what I mean? I like the sound mm. of it in the background. I don't really, I'll start playing the guitar, to be honest. Mm, that's nice. Well, it's good to see you practising after last night. Now, listen... And if... she's been next door to have it out with the builders today as well. She's been next door to have it out with them? Do you mean yeah. argue with them or finally get some good love in the poor cow? No, to get, I don't think they were, they were hammering, hammering away this morning and she went round and seen her twice as well. I hope the hammering stopped then. <laughs> yeah, she twice. Went to, she went round twice. She went back and went, oh, I better pop back and complain to him again, no. <laughs> You're just sat there, you poor old sod, watching the cricket with a blanket over your knees. She's next door with the oh, builders. Yeah. Well, but of course, these builders are... These builders are from Poland. She's from Edinburgh. There wasn't a great deal of communication going on, it's got to be said. It must have sounded bloody ridiculous, them poor sods all scrapping It was almost into an Abbott and Costello sketch. Don't see any of them not getting a Joyce Award like old Russ finally being honoured for his contributions. I'm speechless over that. Yeah, well, that's why you're not getting one, because I would have made a bloody great big good speech if I didn't believe in something. Like that time when I got wronged in the old uh, human rights department and freedom of speech. Oh, how I came with a speech. Some <laughs> said it was like Evan Mills. Others said it was very much the new Martin Luther King standing up for people's sexy civil rights. No, 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 no. It was very much Heather Mills. You've always been of that view, yes, but there's other people here, like this person here who's written an email, and there's the sound of it. Russell, you Lies. know that speech you've done? It enough reminded me of Martin Luther King <laughs> from an eminent professor of civil rights at <laughs> Alabama University. What a lovely thing, Professor Letter that was from. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's another one. Uh, Oh dear. <laughs> Yesterday, says Laura, my nan referred to Barack Obama as Bakarama. <laughs> Bakarama. As if it was a sort of pop group. Dear Russell, Matt, Noel, and Mr. G, my English teacher is about the same age as a nan, and she once stood for 20 minutes trying to work out how to put on the video of Midsummer's Night's Dream with a calculator someone had left on a desk, thinking it was a remote control. Aww. Nikki. Teachers could see. never get the video to work. No, they couldn't. I lost a lot of respect for them that day. It was, it was video players these days anyway who yeah living in the past granddad you square areas I, I think that's an old story that's been rehashed from the 80s <laughs> this just in will ferrell <laughs> wins james joyce award dublin <laughs> ireland will ferrell has received the james joyce award but concedes he's no literary expert <laughs> As in, I... there. <laughs> in there no no but what's this other bit of news no keep to the text <laughs> who else has won it 
All right. Other winners include Nana Moon, <laughs> Larry Grayson, <laughs> Les Dawson. Oh dear. The cast Lord. of Hollyoaks. <laughs> Who else has won it? And Lofty from EastEnders. H from Steps. <laughs> Tim Lovejoy. All winners of the James Joyce Award for Literature. Well, Will Ferrell. All right, fair enough. It undermines his literary credentials, but not his comedic ones. Will Ferrell, perhaps the greatest. So hang on, is this uh, about like gobbledygook? Well, it actually doesn't say. Uh, oh, this is the quote that he said. As I perused my liver-bound volumes of Ulysses, Finnegan's Wake, Dubliner's Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man, standing in my mahogany library, a lot of feelings ran across my mind, said Will Ferrell. Like, damn, I should have read these books. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrell deadpanned in front of more than a thousand University College Dublin students Wednesday night. I wonder if those students have left yet, because that's quite a good joke. I could use that when I get it. Brilliant. Ferrell, 40, has spent two weeks travelling through Ireland, goofing around... No. Do you Sorry. want to get Sarah to get you a packet of lockets, mate? <laughs> Sounds Sorry. like you're on your last legs. Oh, are you all right? What's up? You okay, mate? Sorry, I'm just clearing my throat. I'm about to go into a rant. My God. Oh, my God. <laughs> clearing his throat for a rant now. What about that sweet moment where he got your phone last night? Oh, that was so lovely. When we had all left the stage, because the show was over at the Bloomsbury Theatre last night, we left the stage, obviously, to a standing ovation. And, and saw... you thought I was milking it, didn't you? Yeah, well, and actually, going, Matt goes, look at me. Look at Noel standing on the stage. Look and at yeah. him. You, off. Get off now, they've had enough! And, and, he, and he, then he just turned and he picked up my mobile phone that I'd left on the couch and I felt like uh, I'd kicked a wounded and dog. And I got a little extra round of applause and you had a little tear in your eye and you cried and seized and went and stamped your little feet. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a bit of a seize and a stamp, but now I've won the James Joyce Award for Idiots. I feel <laughs> much, much better. Yeah, uh, but have you read any of those books? You no, of course I ain't. Yeah. I can't read books. I can't <coughs> concentrate. No, you uh, ain't, you liar. What happened? Of an artist, young You're man. just saying words now. Time to summarise this great radio show show with Mr G, Poet Laureate of the radio show. Let's welcome him, it's Nation of Islam's own favourite poet, Mr G. Woo! Okay, his poem's called The Phantom Cab. In a streetcar named Desire where speed meets a liar, a cab driver's denied his bullet valentine. Just a minute is cried to hide an infinite sigh. Tears of rain turn to steam as George Samson flies high. In a taxi cab fashion, preaching and teaching put into action. On full holiday pay, aka fibbing to be relaxing. Phrase catching, hammer dashing, joined up words, interaction. It's good but it's not right, so Mr. Chips pounds his passion. The moral of such attraction points to where lying leads, from abusing the neutrons to cruising with speed. <laughs> Thank you. It's good and it is right. It was good to see him end the show last night on the C word because he's so happy to be able to swear. Did you enjoy a good swear up as well, Noel? I, I, I got after about. I yeah. got really drunk last night, so I'm not really sure what, what, what I said. We'll send you the tapes, Noel, but not the tapes of what happened after the show where you humiliated yourself in the vilest fashion possible. <laughs> was, that, was that what that pile of black liquid was in one of the urinals? Oh, that we was We were awful. confused by the black liquid in one of the ah. urinals. Tarry urine. Very, very odd to see. It wasn't there when Russell went in. But then when I came out, it was it there. Was there. Very mysterious business, like an egg. No, I did, I did like a good swear last night. It frees up a lot of my personality. Um, I think so I'm, I'm stunted now. I'm kind of I'm, hmm. I'm holding back lots of swear words. Now. Well, you held back a scene. I don't think I swore, did I? You were good, actually, Matt. You were very professional, brilliant. Well, when funny, when relaxed. you let him get a word in, has anybody got a question for Matt? And then they <laughs> let him out. What's it like working with Russell? No, yeah. oh, it's all right. And you go, I think what Matt's trying to say. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he means is it's an honour and a privilege. And then and then forty minutes later, has anybody got another question for Matt? I think what Matt's trying to say is he's just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another 40 minutes passed. Oh, 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 I was sticking up for men you didn't understand. I did like the 
the, the picture of Matt dressed as a werewolf in a, in a yellow... No, that's yellow Paddington Bear, Paddington mate. Bear. That's Paddington. I think you've misunderstood the whole Paddington Bear myth it if you think a he's a werewolf. That's Paddington Bear. You can use that for your uh, next single artwork if you want. No. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. OK, only time now to thank the contributors. Contributors? <laughs> Richard and... Give that award back. No way, I'm the keeping... Jimmy Joyce, you recognise me because I'm so bloody brilliant. Not like Boise, I'm really good singer. Okay, so thank you, George Sampson, for coming on the show. Thank you, Roy Walker. He was lovely as well. Right. Mr. G, another fantastic poem. <laughs> and also that cab driver speed. What a wonderful contribution from you. And if you're out there and you're listening to us, stop taking drugs. Not that you are taking drugs. Drugs are bad. And you, Noel Gallagher, without whom there could not only be no radio show, but no popular culture and no planet Earth. We might be away for a couple of weeks. I can't remember, but... Are if we? I don't know, I might go on holiday, I'm knackered. Thanks for telling me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I do go on holiday, don't mean I don't love you, I mean I do love you. Why do you hit me? I hit you because I care. You've been listening to the Russell Brand Show. Thanks for listening, we love you. Hare Krishna. Uh, oh, yeah, Matt, do you want to read it? Or should I, maybe we should get G to read it. Go on then, you read it. Don't do I'll that. I'll read it, I'll read it. You don't yeah. know it, you're not actually, he's not here, G. Can't He'll read it. Of course he the doesn't. Russell Brand Show is a vanity project for BBC Radio 2. This is BBC Radio 2 online on the and on 88 to 91 FM. News! Oh, James Joyce! I, I was gonna I would have said that. <laughs> you would never have said it! I News! Said News, James Joyce! You never do it now! Oh, no.